I'm Tyler. Is that a monkey? Dennering. I'm Connery. Well, I don't want to be on the porch, Hanson. What? That's what one of the characters <laughs> says. Well, I don't want to be on the porch. What is that even? <laughs> I don't... I... Samuel Jackson says to one of the other nerdy doctor guys, he says, are you staying on the porch or are you coming with us? And the guy says, well, I don't want to be on the porch. Like, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, it's like an I'll go, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, I texted go. you earlier, Connor, and I said, I hope cut. you're doing the nickname that I thought you would do. Yeah, I felt an immense amount of pressure for trying to meet your expectations. Can you can you let me know what you thought I would do? Maybe it was my other uh, options. Probably Con Skull Island Hansen. Oh, uh, well, that's a little too on the nose, Tyler. What I'm about Congaree Hansen? Congaree Hansen, like Dungaree? Yeah, Congaree, that's good. Congaree Skull Island Hansen. Okay, sorry. Let's... Yeah. Let's, uh... <laughs> Let's start over. We're not starting over. Let's talk about this movie. No, we're not starting over. I'm just trying to make it worse. Uh, Before we even started recording, before we even started recording, we were already talking about King Kong's big butt cheeks, but we're talking about Kong Skull Island today, and with us (laughs) is our pal, returning after Bill and Ted's bogus journey, Richard Lamb. Hey, how's it going, everybody? I forgot to say that you're the uh, admin and creator of the Strong Ass Apes Facebook page. Yeah, Strong Ass Apes uh, is a, just about to break 30,000 likes, which I am like, freaking out about. Because it's never I've never ran a Facebook page that is like <laughs> this, like, I guess in the grand, grand scheme of things is minorly successful. <laughs> where I'm like, oh, 30,000 people enjoy my thing enough to like follow it. Thanks, no, I appreciate dude, that's it. Stellar. That's 29,970 more people than listen to our episodes, so. <laughs> oh, Tyler, <laughs> why'd you gotta do that? Oh, don't worry. Uh, I'll I'll uh, plug this one too. I'll yeah, plug it in the monkey one. chat. Maybe some of the uh, maybe some of our list, maybe some of our followers on our page will get a shot to hear my soothing voice along with. Oh this no, monkey. the pressure's Ooh. on now. Now oh. I have to be good at this. Yeah, Tyler. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's only you're only like probably gonna get thirty thousand people. <laughs> yeah, <in this. laughs> no big deal. Nothing to really panic about. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Just relax. Uh, insert monkey yeah. meme here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, King Kong's like cake as it's like flapping, did anybody else like? Was anybody else like oddly like? I I don't get why they shot this this way. Just as he's as the sun is setting and you see his like butt cheeks in the air. Well, like, I I only assume it to be oddly erotic, to maybe to be like, look at King Kong's yeah, big old like, butt. You're not Godzilla's not yeah. gonna have this. Is that the only note yeah. you wrote down, Richie? <laughs> Huh? Was that the only note that I wrote down? Unfortunately, I have about like half a page worth of notes about like how much I was not about, about his cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mostly, I mostly like commented on like, oh, this is a really weird, this is a really strange um, Marvel Cinematic Universe movie where they're like reuniting all the all the wrong characters. Yeah, the, a strange <laughs> like, group. Nick Fury's in this, and he somehow kept his eye. Uh, Captain Marvel's in this, and she's like just a photographer. She, uh, yeah, doesn't do much. When she was lifting the helicopter, I expected her to be able to do it. I was like, "Do it, lift it, Brie Larson." Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. And like Loki has like a beard for like no more than two minutes, and he like shows up on the boat like clean shaven, mm-hmm. and that beard didn't look convincing at all. No, it was just painted on with pointillism. He, he doesn't. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. He cut it off yeah, with Tom a Middleton. samurai sword. <laughs> the closest of cuts. The gas mask samurai sword. Uh, I felt like the only two people that cared this movie was like Sam Jackson and John C. Riley, and I'm I'm glad it was only those two. Everybody else just seemed like side characters. How come those like yeah. birds with the big saw noses didn't like try to impale anybody with those? I feel like those were just like a soul aesthetic choice that they never used. Oh, are you talking about the entire movie? (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'm talking about the entire movie. How come they didn't Where everything's an aesthetical choice without much purpose? Yes, exactly that. I I guess I kind of stumbled onto the opinion of what this movie is really kind of all about. Yeah, we we can't get to we can't get to it too soon. Um, And the defense of that is it's a monster movie. It's fine. But... Before we talk more about mm-hmm. Kong Skull Island, the many adventures of, uh, I don't know any of the characters' names in this, uh, King Kong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know King anybody Kong's else's name in this adventures. movie. Uh, we're going to go to our normal segment of What's New? <laughs> Where we talk about nice. whatever, uh, what, what's new with us. Pretty self-explanatory. Something that we've been watching, uh, listening to, reading thinking about i guess i don't know (laughs) richard what's new with you spending well recently i started picking up uh i i decided like oh i'll I'll get back into like writing music again so i've been doing that uh bought myself a lot of like guitar pedals and i've been like plugging away at that and i've been going kind of crazy uh (laughs) (laughs) other than that i've also like i've been in this weird kick of listening to like listening to like music that i usually don't listen to like things that i often don't like touch at all like for example sea shanties i'm suddenly into sea shanties and i'm like now into like pirates of the caribbean and playing like uh, like the assassin's creed black flag game and like basically that along with like running a monkey page i think i'm actually going crazy <laughs> i i think it's starting it's all the all the signs are showing finally it's all stacking up it's finally time maybe yeah, it'll like it's... metamorphous into barbara barbosa's um monkey sidekick yeah. it'll be great yeah i'm i'm the tiny monkey that goes that's named captain jack i'm, I'm that's that's who yes, i am the, now. the undead monkey we named the monkey jack yeah <laughs> Uh, or the monkey's name is Jack. I don't remember the exact um, one. Do you know? Yes. Uh, yeah, the little monkey was named Jack. On TikTok, is that what got you into it? No, surprisingly not. I, I guess like in a way, fa- like Facebook and YouTube ended up sending me sea shanties because of TikTok. Uh, but I don't have TikTok, so I wasn't yeah, aware. I guess it by came this point, it'll that. be like totally outdated because this will, you know, yeah. it'll be like this will come out two days from when we record or whatever, so it'll be mm-hmm. totally outdated. Um. I think I saw, like, the dying breath of it on, like, YouTube in a video where those, like, guys who, like, shot it off on TikTok are, like, singing in that game Sea of Thieves, and they're just, like, playing the game, like, hey, can we sing a song for you to, like, random players? Like, oh, yeah, sure, sing a song, and then they do the sea shanty, like, wow, they're really good! (laughs) And it turns out those guys are, like, just professional singers, and they sing music like that all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm 100% sure they're, like, a, a quartet or something that, like, that's literally mm-hmm. what they probably do for like a living or like at least a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen those videos. Actually. I'm like, Oh, I know which ones you're talking uh, about. Well, I think, I think at this point I was supposed to have made a TikTok for this <laughs> podcast. So it's, we probably have one now. Right. Uh, cause I announced Fully it on an earlier episode. 
I think. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you should start a TikTok too for strong ass apes, Richard. And uh, you can be. Uh, yeah, you know what? I I need to talk to uh, the rest of my uh, quote unquote team about that, which is basically me and like a, another friend. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Ape Mint. Oh, um, for those who are part of Strong Ass Apes or follow Strong Ass Apes, the Ape Mints are literally like two other people. <laughs> it's just three of us. I'm sorry. Curtain. It's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> you peel back the banana go. peel, and suddenly you see three dudes who run Strong Ass Apes. I was gonna say, you, if you you need to make a TikTok and be in a monkey outfit that's dressed as a pirate, mm. riding a skateboard Whoa. while drinking uh, like banana juice. Cranberry juice? Oh, banana yeah. juice. Oh, wow. Is banana juice a Ooh. thing? I can't imagine that tastes very good. I feel like I feel like banana milk is like the way you should go mm. with it. Like that weird like, <laughs> oh, Nesquik oh, banana I used to milk. Get that. No, I used to get strawberry <laughs> milk every time. Whenever, specifically <laughs> at Pizza Port at Disneyland, every time I was a, I was a, uh, when I was a kid, I, when I would go to Disneyland, I'd get the, the strawberry Nesquik milk and get really sick every single time. <laughs> That's a great I story, have... isn't it? Every time. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. I I can't remember a time in my life where I actually ever had Nesquik chocolate milk or any of that. I'm imagining like a sort of very thick consistency to it, though. Like, it's thicker than liquid maybe should be. Am, am I off about this in any way, shape, or form? Uh, it's if For Nesquik, I feel like it's thicker than regular milk. <laughs> That's the best way I can really describe it. When you open it out of that yellow bottle, and you're like, ugh. Well, I bought it, so I'm going to drink this sludge, this thick milk sludge. <laughs> um, Gross. What do you mean I'm supposed to shake it? <laughs> Just all no. syrupy at the bottom. Uh, yeah. In terms of, before I switch over to Connery, I think you have a little something else of what's Ooh. of what's new, Richard. A little, little clap back, as you would say, of the monkey cheek at our past oh. our last guest. So I heard... I heard my good friend. I heard my good friend Alfonso was talking about something I may have done at the viewing of Rogue One. I want the I want to set all the record straight. One, I was fairly drunk before the movie even started, and I'm fairly certain what happened was I passed out during the movie and then woke up and I saw Donnie Yen show up and he's like the cool monk and I'm like that's tight. It's my boy Donnie. And then he I fairly certain he nudged me and said shut up the, the movie's playing what are you, what are you <laughs> doing it's pretty good that being said uh i also don't remember that movie very well because obviously i i fell asleep in the first part of it i completely for, forgot like the setup and why they were in that town it was like the most character like strong moment like okay this is it big dramatic pause you go it's my boy donnie yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I did. It's my boy! I, I, I exclaimed in the middle of a theater at like 12 o'clock midnight. At least it wasn't like noon. Yeah, it was a it was my birthday, the the day that movie released. And I said, for my birthday, I would like to see it at the midnight release. Ooh. So a bunch of my friends came out, including Alfonso, who was in the previous episode. He was like, yo, I'm going to tell them about that story. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> Why would you do me this dirty? <laughs> do you have any uh, incriminating stories that you want to share? <laughs> or do you want to be the better well, Alfonso? Uh, the, take the high ground to, to keep a Star Wars pun. Yeah. Unfortunately, Al, as much as I consider Alfonso one of my closest <laughs> he's friends. He's not. <laughs> I do have he, no longer if he's going to tell stories like this about me. No. Um, 
There is one. There is one story I could tell. It's like, it's fairly like it also incriminates me in a way because <laughs> I'm just like, I guess I handled the situation a little bit differently than people were expecting. Yeah. Well, there's um, nothing better to do than to incriminate yourself on an audio medium. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no, it's fine. They love it. The cops love <laughs> the it. Cops love it. <laughs> Uh, basically what happened was I had to drive down to San Diego to meet up with a mutual friend of me and Alfonso's. Mm. So I told Fonzie, hey, do you want to, like, ride with me to, to San Diego? We'll meet up with him. We'll get dinner. And then I'll drive us back. And he's like, yeah, sure. Why not? So I drive down to Irvine, pick him up. And as we drive down, we didn't think anything of it. We arrived in San Diego earlier than we thought we would. So I was driving around downtown San Diego lost because I don't know where our buddy lives because he's not answering his texts or his or his phone when I'm calling him, hey, man, we're in town. Where, where do we meet you? So we're driving around, like, downtown San Diego, and suddenly I see, like, cop lights behind my car. I'm like, oh, what did I, what did I do, right? Yeah. So I pull over. The cop walks up to my window, tells me, uh, we're, we're just letting you know your lights aren't on. Oh. And I was realized, oh, yeah, it was night. It was like 9 o'clock oh, or something. Wow. So it's like, it's, it's like, all right, that makes sense. He sees me reach over and turn my lights on on my car. And I'm like, all right, now what? <laughs> like, did I, is this it? Is this the end of the conversation? Or like, yeah. is this a warning? Am I going to get in trouble? It was just an accident, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, the cop reacts like kind of weird. He's like, "Huh, okay. Well, I guess that's fine." Have you been drinking tonight, sir? <laughs> and I told him, no. "My mind works so quickly. I didn't realize what I had said." I said to him, "No, I haven't started yet." <laughs> I haven't well, started I mean, that's honest. <laughs> yeah, and Alf Alf Alfonso looks at me from from the from the passenger seat is like, "What did you just tell him?" <laughs> And I realized, oh, I should not have said it like that. Should you just I? pull out a and beer he, and like crack? And the it cop is window. still like right here, like at my window, and he looks at me like I'm like I'm the idiot. I'm like, I guess I am in this situation. And he's like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this. You guys have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Take it he's easy. Like, Be safe. I'm like, all right, cool. This guy's awkward. Okay, as bye. Fuck. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> yeah, in like in perfect in perfect comedic timing alone. Our buddy finally calls us back and says, oh, hey, I'm finally done doing whatever I'm doing. You can meet up with me now. <laughs> I'm like, we could have totally avoided this had he not pulled us over and yeah. all that. But it was a good time sink. It was it was a good, like, five to ten minutes wasted, I guess, like, dealing with a cop that was probably about to, like, do, do I arrest him because he just said he hasn't started drinking? Well, he, 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 you, he can't because you're not drunk. You just yeah. literally said to him like in, the, in like a phrase like, well, I yeah. haven't started yet, sir. Yeah. It's pre-crime. Well, Unless he's Tom Cruise, he can't arrest Ooh. you. Yeah. Precogs. <laughs> he just reads my mind. This man will drink a single beer. I can feel it. <laughs> a single beer. But later. <laughs> we- well later into the night we can't we can't let him do that we have to stop him we now. can't take the before risk too, take him out i must change the future uh, tom cruise climbs over over the cop car and actually stops me instead oh man well that was a good one yeah 
I, I suppose that's not really a, a story where I make, oh, I'm <laughs> no. yeah. I make myself look bad. <laughs> it wasn't. I kind of <laughs> was just like, I was like <laughs> yeah, he was there and uh, I didn't have my lights on. Yeah, that's like, yeah, honestly, I've, I'd rather embarrass myself than embarrass my friends. So I'd rather t- <laughs> I'd rather leave it at that. Congratulations, Richard. That's Alfonso nice. feels like a dick now if he's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> you won. Yeah. Well, uh, Connie, what's new with you? Hmm. <laughs> What's new with and me? And by that I mean, wow! Wow! Uh, well, today I decided, because I was bored, well, after I visited my, uh, I went I went to see my grandma and grandpa, um, that's called today, yes, that's, it's a still the same day, Connery, geez, Louise. Aww! Uh, I hit the, uh, the audience reaction button. Aww! And me, my mom, my sister, and my granddad took a walk through Descanso Garden, it was very nice, masks on, of course. And, uh, yeah, then went and visit my grandma for a little bit, and then I came home, and I started playing a, a game called Days Gone, which is a zombie apocalypse game about a man who rides a motorcycle around. And I kind of couldn't stop thinking about you, Tyler, while I was playing it, because I was like, I feel like you'd really dig this game, because it's one of those like games where it takes itself very seriously, but it's deep down very silly. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Yeah. So I was, like, I was like, oh, this is probably a good game you'd probably like when you get a PS5 or whatever. Because I was like, eh, it's funny. And I'm just in the tutorial and just goofing around. And yeah, it, it's been fun so far. I've been enjoying myself. You're just driving a motorcycle? What What's the yeah. game about? You're driving a motorcycle, getting supplies. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm at the very beginning. Your wife like died in the beginning of the apocalypse because, of course, she did. And now you guys are all angsty. And you're with your best friend named Boozer. And yeah. You know, you're just kind of hanging out right now, doing favors for people around the zombie apocalypse Pacific Northwest. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't know much more about an overarching story for now. What's that game called? Last of Us? That's uh, a similar thing to The Last of Us, but not nearly as dark and serious. It's it's called Days Gone. Days Gone. That's I'm kind of a- curious because when I put the pause menu, it says like 700 and something Days Gone. And now I'm curious if the, when if the game goes on. If it'll just like automatically tick down as days actually go by in like the end game time, if that will like keep track of itself. But yeah, five hundred days have gone. Five hundred days. Have gone. No. <laughs> That's good. No, Tyler, no, what's going not on? really. I thought it was pretty good. I like that. Uh, I watched some King Kong movies in preparation for this movie. That's what I did. Good. Did you have a favorite of the bunch? Uh, I mean, hey, bunch, get it? Because bananas. Uh, hey, try to force it in there. Just a bunch of dudes monkeying around. <laughs> Let me uh, groom my co-guests, my co-hosts, because we're monkeys. You got this. <laughs> monkey got ball. This. Uh, monkey ball. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, apparently, I learned recently there's a. There is a particular thing that happens in System Shock 2, which is an ancient game I haven't played in, gosh, like 15 plus years. <laughs> Apparently there's a monkey in that game. I wasn't made aware of it until recently until somebody showed me a clip of him like finding the monkey and it makes like the generic monkey noises. Oh. And I'm like, since when was there a monkey? I don't remember a tiny chip running around. Running around System Shock too, but there's a monkey oh, also in Batman Arkham City, I think. There's a monkey in there. Oh no, Arkham Knight. There's a monkey in Arkham Knight. That's where it is. And it's not Detective Chim. 
it's not Detective Chimp, unfortunately. I, I wish it was, because that'd be awesome. But it's just it's just a monkey they're experimenting on with fear toxin. Mm. I've been I've been wanting to play System Shock too, because it's a game I missed, and uh, I'm hoping that it'll end up on Switch at an unreasonable price at some point. <laughs> because uh, like Turok and Turok Two have, and it's twenty dollars right now to yeah. buy either of those games that are like twenty years old. <laughs> more than 20 years old and i'm like i just want to play this guy who fights dinosaurs and i've tweeted yeah. nintendo a couple times being like hey can you put this on sale at some point please and nobody ever responds because that's because i don't know how twitter works so i just keep doing that apparently I'm like maybe it'll that's work like, that's 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 the way to treat twitter honestly you're like the one man against, fighting against the big man by saying please put this video game on sale <laughs> They're like, who even are you? <laughs> it's like if you're know. gonna put Turok on your like thing, at least put on like sale. It's like I'm not gonna pay twenty dollars for this. Who's gonna pay twenty dollars to play this game? Like, look, a dollar per year it's been around is pretty good for us. <laughs> In other news, James Khan has never gotten back to me about if he likes the Clone Wars or not. Uh see, that's deeply upsetting Sad. to me. I feel like he maybe thinks you were joking, but I, we we both know that you weren't joking. This is serious. Yeah, I guess I would have to thoroughly plug the funny lady episode that we did um, for people to yeah. even... Because I'm like, oh, maybe people listening to this episode won't even know what I'm talking about. Uh, well, yeah, listen to Funny Lady. It's it's a great episode. Yeah, listen to almost two-hour episode for that one reference. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's good. Anyway. Yeah, I had a good time. What else? With, with our what guest, else, Tyler? What else is Carlin Castiano on that episode. Woohoo! Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm being like way more standoffish than usual even this episode just because... <laughs> I don't know, like Kong Skull Island. I don't know. Um, it was a, it was a, it's a movie. That's yeah. the best I could give it. I watched it the King exists. Kong movies. I watched the original King Kong, which I'd never seen before, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and Son of Kong, which came out the same year from the same huh. director and has some of the same cast in it. And like, oh, that's pretty interesting. Oh, cool. Um, King Kong is. I mean, I guess you could just say without going what's the phrase i don't know you could just say that it's obviously really good especially for the time and like especially if you put it in the uh mindset of there's just like weren't really monster movies back then like in the 30s you know it's pretty crazy yep like that's like the most like lukewarm take ever it's like hey king kong pretty crazy (laughs) it's the 30s did you guys did you guys like peter jackson's king kong because i like that one a lot yeah i i think that was like the best one yeah honestly yeah i really like it um Yeah. I have the director's cut on DVD and I've been meaning to watch it. I'll probably watch it before we get to Godzilla vs. Kong. But I just, like, the yeah. director's cut's, like, over three hours long, obviously. Ooh. But mm-hmm. it fleshes out, like, Jack Black's character more and stuff, too. Oh, good. But, but did you say you liked it, Richard? Or Yeah. Uh, I think King Kong, like, Peter Jackson's King Kong is, like, well, obviously, outside of, like, I guess Kong Skull Island is probably the best. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> King Kong is. Like Peter Jackson's King Kong is a really solid movie. I loved it. It's good. Yeah, the I, video game's great too. <laughs> I need to rewatch it because I feel like it's even better than the original, which is like a weird thing to say because they're like, I mean, one was just made like eighty years before the other one, but <laughs> they're like seventy-five years. But King Kong, like Peter Jackson's King Kong, is so like inspired. It's basically like, like just a remake mm-hmm. of the original very that it, it's very similar in a lot of ways. So, but it still is still really good. We get to see that T Rex jaw snap. Yeah, all that stuff is Ooh, really cool. The raddest shit. Um, and all the uh, the big bug sequence in the valley mm, is like the yes. spookiest. 
or like with the, the big worms they're talking about that try like that like eat people yeah all, like eat someone's armhole that's so great ah great movie mm-hmm. love that side note another movie where andy circus plays a monkey no there's, yes there's very there's a lot i was yeah, andy circus plays king i Kong. was surprised he didn't play a monkey in this but toby kebble plays a monkey in this and he also plays right. a monkey in uh dawn of the planet of the apes i always forget which one's which oh, good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's like he's like the uh what's it called in theater when you're like the stand-in person understudy yeah he's the understudy <laughs> slash pinch hitter for andy circus in terms of <laughs> representing monkey characters <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I watched Andy Circus is busy calling yeah. <laughs> call Toby Kebbell. <laughs> then I, what do you do when they're both busy? Do you just get a real monkey? Yeah. Yes, I'd imagine so. Like we have to get the real monkey. Get Dimbo the chimp. I you know get Dunson. Get Dunson before he checked out. <laughs> He's checked out. That's right. Uh, Tyler. Yeah, as much as I like think of like. Uh, CG animals in movies, they never look real. But it's just like, you know, I guess they're not making monkeys like smoke cigars in movies anymore, so that's good, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good thing. Nothing can ever look as bad as the monkeys from uh, Jumanji, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of like the pinnacle of, like, they didn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give them human, almost human faces and they can yeah, smile. it's really scary. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? find that right now. But uh, I also watched... <laughs> Son of Kong, as I said, same director, same actors, basically, at least half of them. And it's it's weird. It's like a Batman v Superman follow-up to King Kong, where, like, <laughs> the filmmaker guy is like, uh, what's his name? Car- you, all, you all know who I'm talking Jack Black's character in the newest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cor- core blimey. Um, they're like, oh, like, every- like, everyone's giving you lawsuits and, like, you're facing indictment and stuff. <laughs> Uh, for bringing King Kong to New York and destroying a bunch of people and killing them and stuff. Oh my God! So, oh God, <laughs> Richie, you beat me to it. Jumanji monkeys. <laughs> oh, don't worry. If I move my head, you'll see how like horrifying the monkey looks behind me. Oh! <laughs> it has look. human teeth. Yeah. <laughs> it, it has, has like sonic teeth. It hasn't, it hasn't heard of dental floss. No. <laughs> Uh, I hate him. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't busy screenshotting something else at all. It's not, not what I was doing. Um, was like, yeah, it's just like weird that it's like a weird like. It's weird that it's weird that it's a, a just a strange follow up to the first one that came out the same year. It's just like, oh, you have to deal with all the consequences of bringing King Kong to New York. So he is he runs away on a boat before he's <laughs> indicted. He's just like, this man's a criminal. <laughs> get him but he ends up you're going to jail he ends up back on skull island and he meets king kong's son who's a very nice fellow who's like an albino big gorilla oh that's good and spoiler like him getting his father killed huh does son of kong have a problem with the man getting his father killed he doesn't really know but he feels very bad about killing king kong like he does bring it up to the his monkey son that's good um the filmmaker guy which I should really know his name, but I'm totally spacing. Um, Jack Black. Yeah, he feels really bad, but then he's, spoiler, he still gets his son fucking killed. Like, what? The monkey oh, just no. drowns at the end. Sucks. Oh. But that it's not sucks. nearly as good as King Kong, but I kind of like it as like a weird little postscript movie that they just probably did like quick and cheap. 
is there no lesson in that movie? Like, wh- what's the point? It's like it will repeat itself, and mankind is like unable to preserve sacred, powerful animals. Yeah, and also you just get to see more of Skull Island. Like, you know, it's just like uh, okay. a kind of a schlocky thing, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, what did you think of the uh, original it. King Kong versus Godzilla that was like released in the sixties? <laughs> Have you seen? Yeah, that yet? I like it. There's like a lot of unfortunate uh, people dressed as natives in that, but. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's like a Japanese movie from the '60s. Mm. Uh, mm. It was a different yeah. time. It was a different time. Dang, I'm pulling up the wrong place. background. Uh, I like that movie. <laughs> it's obviously just two people in suits, <laughs> but I mean, that's that's a lot of Godzilla movies. Yep, that's the point. Mm-hmm. I mean, when is a Godzilla movie other than current day when a man is not in a suit piloting a Godzilla? It's true. Ooh. That gives me a great idea. A gigantic robot, but it's a monkey. Oh, Mecha Kong. Like a like a gu- like a Gundam monkey. Oh, that's better. Mecha Kong would be good. Mecha Kong. It'd be Mecha's Mecha Godzilla versus Mecha King Kong. Ooh, I'd watch that. That'd be, that'd be like the great follow up to King- Kong versus uh, Godzilla. <laughs> they both die, and they we reconstruct mechanical versions and like yeah. fight in war instead of us. That's like the yeah, sad. But post- it's like miniature versions. It's like human-sized versions of the of the same monsters. So it does. It doesn't feel the same. <laughs> People are just like massively disappointed when they find out they're fighting, <laughs> even in the movie. Yeah. What was it? it? Kind of things you think of like a really sad version of Pacific Rim, where they beat all the monsters and then they just use the robots for like war and mass destruction because that's like the only oh other thing God. they'd be used for. Yeah. <sighs> it's just a giant right tax write-off for the uh, robot makers. <laughs> oh, Tyler, I, I can't see the monkey. Move your head a little bit to the left or right. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> that one's somehow worse. That's cursed. I am one with the monkey. Yeah. Wait. Now the monkey's podcasting. Oh, no. <laughs> the monkey's podcasting. <laughs> oh, monkey. Good old Jumanji monkey. Monkey. Uh, so, yeah, check out King Kong and Son of Kong on HBO Max. That's where those are. <laughs> sick i also got uh king kong escapes which is like Where'd i think it's a japanese from? american Hell? co-production and it's like there was an american king kong tv show apparently in the 60s or something and there there is a mecha kong and mecha kong <laughs> is in this movie and king Good. kong fights mecha kong so i'll let you all know pretty soon how that movie is what is, what is he escaping nice. from is he not dead in this timeline i think he's escaping his past i don't know <laughs> his past his parental responsibilities. <laughs> he needs to go on a dad road trip on a motorbike. Yeah. Like it's King Kong going through a time machine. He's like, I got I to gotta look at my old self or my younger self and be like, I made a lot of mistakes. I got to atone for those. <laughs> he just ends up going in different time periods of King Kong movies. Yeah. Probably pretty be pretty great to be totally honest. He was uh, supposed to ask uh, Queen Kong out on... To prom, but she never. But he never. <laughs> he did. never built up the courage, and, <laughs> and she's too afraid. She went with that T Rex instead. That jock T Rex. <laughs> Imagine a T Rex with a gigantic Letterman, but still it's he has to deal with like that. long arms or his tiny arms. I like dinosaurs wearing human clothing. The Letterman isn't fit yeah. to the T Rex, so the sleeves just like hang limply off. <laughs> <laughs> he just never put in the effort to to chop the arms because he didn't want to ruin his Letterman. Exactly. Yeah. So he looks silly as all get out. But here we are, 30 minutes in. <laughs> We're too afraid to talk about the movie. 
<laughs> this has been a more and more common occurrence, I feel like, as this show has gone on, of, like, yeah. sometimes just too terrified to talk about the actual movie we're yeah. supposed to talk about. I definitely need to put start putting, like, times in the, in the uh, show notes so that people can just skip to the actual movie if they want instead of just us talking about random crap. Mm-hmm. People don't. But I think that's like the beauty of your your podcast is it just sounds like friends talking. Thank you, Richard. And eventually, get to your subject. I wow. agree. You hear that, everybody? Go give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, please, please love us. <laughs> uh, uh, I like the intro of this movie, like the yeah two minutes where it's like a World War Two kind of sequence, and it's two soldiers fighting each other. And I always forget that that one guy's supposed to be John C. Riley because I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> like I guess this is like a weird '40s young version of John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. And uh I would I would love a buddy comedy where it's uh the two pilots surviving on the island like down the line. That'd be a good one. That'd be cute. Like they're like Yeah. Like how do we deal with these gigantic monsters that are trying to kill us? I don't know. I don't even speak Japanese. <laughs> I don't even speak English. <laughs> and it's like them like growing to become friends for like forty years. It's like the planes, trains and cute. automobiles of Skull Island. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be good. Who are these people? They don't even talk. <laughs> you can see like the gradual aging as as the uh, pilot turns into John C. Riley. <laughs> just giving him a full beard and everything. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he just grows a beard. Or like... He starts talking more and more like Doctor Steve. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be there for you when the red starts to pour. Uh Man, but I, I will say I also like the I like the opening credit sequence that was well taking us through time. But I'm kind of just a big fan fan of that like old timey video stuff and and doing the nuclear testings and all that jazz is good fun and seeing the monarch symbol. And I, I spotted a line where I was like, "Is this actually hinting at Mecha Godzilla in Kong versus Godzilla?" Because the line says, "The most intelligent creature on Earth will not be man." Or monkey, but machine. And I was like, oh, maybe that maybe that's a very, very subtle hint. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, and I probably am. Probably not. What about monkey, machine monkey? Mm, yeah. They don't account for that. They don't account for the Mecha Monk. Yeah, the Mecha Monk. The mo- <laughs> Mecha Kong. The Mecha Kong. Uh, yeah. The doom of us all. I just want to, I want to set the record straight before the movie, before uh, the new movie comes yes. out. I'm pretty sure Kong would win. Interesting. Wow. Saying. He does have a winning I mean, personality. Thumbs. You can't beat opposable thumbs. Yeah. Well, he's using tools throughout this entire movie, and then he's yeah. using tools in the Go- Kong versus Godzilla trailer. And I'm like, tools is a distinct advantage, and Godzilla is catastrophically yeah. slow, and Kong seems to be moving yeah. very fast. I can't wait to see uh, King Kong use a, a gigantic tree trunk, fashion it into a spear, and just like... Stab Godzilla. He needs a big or Gatling like, gun, oh, or just like a. That's violent. He needs like a giant handgun. A giant handgun. Man, man creates gun big enough for Kong to carry. <laughs> shoots Godzilla in the face. Oh, God. He just unloads on Godzilla. Just ah, ka, 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 ka. <laughs> The gunshots like shake the world. <laughs> They need to get Mecha him Godzilla like Godzilla shows up and realizing he's too late to the party. <laughs> oh no, you already Kong did it. Kong says one single word. I got one round left. He just <laughs> shoots Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> right through the chest. These bullets the size of buildings. 
Ugh. You see Mechagodzilla's lights, like, his eyes, like, they're lit up red, just slowly turn <laughs> off. You're like, there it is. We did it. I like the idea of him not collapsing, just, like, sagging, like, while still standing. He's like, <laughs> power down. There's this big hole in his chest. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, good stuff. Good stuff. I'm, I'm glad yeah, we have such uh, a powerful Kong advocate. I want the advocate. record to show, if I actually predicted how the movie ends up going, uh, I'm very sorry. <laughs> That King Kong shoots Godzilla. I really hope it doesn't end up being like It's not about whether Godzilla or King Kong won. It's about the friends they made on the way. Ah. And how big the gun they made together. (laughs) Yeah. Aw. What if there is a teamwork situation where Kong does make a gun, but there's no bullets. So Godzilla has to breathe atomic breath into the gun. And that's what fires. And Kong fires atomic breath gun. (laughs) Oh, my God. That reminds me of, like, my... Finally, the monster buddy comedy we wanted for years. <laughs> that sounds great, and they both have uh, hats. Probably fedoras. Yeah, yeah, they have perfect hats. It's amazing. Yeah, Godzilla has a top hat. Godzilla gets a straw hat, like one of those cool little straw hats you see in like the old 1960s and 50s. Yes, that has a little band around mm-hmm. it. Perfect, perfect. But still flat at the top. Yes, I love it. This Godzilla gun reminds me of me in like fourth grade when I came up with the idea of like. The ultimate Star Wars weapon is a gun that shoots lightsabers. <laughs> I was like, that's even better than having a lightsaber because you can't stop lightsabers. It's like a harpoon gun. <laughs> yeah. You can't stop lightsabers. I, I like the idea of like this terrifying Jedi just like using a lightsaber harpoon just going like, Tonk, and then just like impaling people and it just being attached by a chain because like he doesn't use the force and just retracting it back into this gun. <laughs> it's a cool. terror. Yeah, he's badass. He's a pirate Jedi. Do that, Mandalorian. Do that plot line. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot to mention this. Uh, so wrong episode, but <laughs> in their last episode, like we're talking about all the little intro things like you're saying, Connery. Like mm-hmm. the little notes that they write, and it's like, oh, is that an Easter egg? And there's one yeah. in the beginning of Godzilla 2014 that it just says, "Are these animals real? Can we prove they even exist, or are they merely men in rubber suits with costumes designed by tricksters?" Ah, <laughs> it's like that's little, fun. It's like, hey, got him, got him, and th- them got is em. me. They got you. Uh, <laughs> I'm the fool. Yeah, I don't know. Like 80 people wrote the script to this movie. Um, there's 80 characters in this movie. Uh. Mm-hmm. Is that why the tone differs so aggressively from scene to scene? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's mostly goofy. I was not a fan of the pacing. The pacing in the movie was so, felt so like disjointed, I guess. There's so much happening in one scene, and then you get it immediately splices into how do we get out of this jungle? <laughs> like there's no like there's nothing like really like separating like ultra violence then to like oh no yeah, it's violence. like let's murder yeah. everybody, and then okay. they just like walk around a jungle for like thirty yeah. minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's like no actual like plot. <laughs> no, there was, it felt like there was no plot up until like John C. Riley did that whole exposition yeah. spiel, and then there was no plot. Okay, we gotta we gotta do this like uh, like we're arguing siblings or something. Let's say one thing okay. nice about this movie before we can say anything else. Okay, good, perfect. I used to do this to my sister. Um, <laughs> No, not really. But uh, what's one thing nice I can say? I think some of the creature design is 
inspired. I like the spider with the bamboo legs a lot. I mm-hmm. enjoy the giant water buffalo. I even like the giant log stick leg bug. I feel like they lean very hard on bugs in this movie to be creepy monsters. But I will say, other than that, yeah, that's the nice thing I'll say about it. I, I like the creature design. I, I think somebody obviously worked really, really hard on making those monsters. Yeah, I like this, this design. Wow. <laughs> I like the designs, too, overall. I think, well, we were texting about this, too, Connery, but it's like, oh, I really like the water buffalo, um, but the CG is just standing next to just the real people. It's like, that's definitely not there. Say something nice, Tyler. It's, uh, it's nice time. You started No, I know. This. I'm just building off yours. But, uh, I mean, maybe they're crunch for time. Who knows? But I do like the, uh, the monster designs in general. I like the spider a lot, especially how... They're just whacking away at bamboo or whatever, mm-hmm. and it ends yeah. up being a big spider mm-hmm. and shoots webs at them. And I like mm-hmm. the uh, sad wood insect that's just yes. like chilling. And Toby Kebbles shoots it a bunch, and then you feel yeah. Bad. And he looks at him like, "Why'd you do that? I wasn't doing anything to you." <laughs> and they're like, "He was just—he was just trying to have a good yeah. day." Yeah, it's like let's keep Toby Kebble in this movie, even though he's not doing anything. Oh yeah, we forgot about him. Let's kill him. Oh wait, no, I need to say positive things. Uh, say positive things. I really like the part when John C. Riley talks about what a hot dog and a cold beer mm. at a baseball game, yeah. and he looks at Fenway Park. He says it at Fenway Park, and then he looks at his hands like so, <laughs> so perfectly. Like like, like give him an Oscar just for that one look. It's like he can see the two <laughs> things in his hands, and he's just like looking so longingly at them. I mean, I know it's really literal, but I did. That's like probably the thing I got the biggest kick out of this whole movie. I'm like, it's, it's so convincing. He's actually acting. He's really acting. <laughs> Someone's. Have acting you not in this seen movie. Chicago, Tyler? Your girlfriend's favorite movie. He acts in that. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not saying he doesn't act. I'm saying this movie like doesn't really give uh, people a lot to work with. But I have to say something positive. So. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. What about you, Richard? Richard. Um. One thing positive about this movie, I really, I truly do think it was shot well. Mm-hmm. Despite it being, like, a lot of the scenes that were filmed on location, they picked a great, a great way to portray, like, Southeast Asia and, like, make a convincing looking, like, I guess, Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, great, great on them. I, I, I don't, I, I, I know I have to be positive, <laughs> but that's, like, that along with... Like really, Samuel L. Jackson and John C. Riley really carrying their roles. Like that's, I can't really think of much, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, even with my yeah. creature design thing, when I I didn't remember Kong's enemies were disgusting two legged lizards that are the most uninspired mm. thing I've probably ever seen in a creature design. I was like, whew. That sucks. And then when John C. Rowe was like the big one, I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be like crazy looking and like really cool and different from the other ones. No, it's just a bigger version. It's like they touched it and made the JPEG like bigger. They enhanced it. Yeah, enhanced it. And I was like, oh, well, this sucks. It's just a bigger version. I hate that. Yeah, the big fight at the end is definitely like a small scale kind of thing, especially compared to like a lot of Godzilla movies. But I don't mm-hmm. always mind that. Like if. Like, especially if it's kind of like an off-brand kaiju movie. It's like, oh, they're fighting this just big creature. Uh, or sometimes Godzilla just fights like a big snake or something. <laughs> uh, I, I still like that sometimes, but only if it's like a side character, really. And Yeah. But, yeah, so fun fact, the scroll, skull crawlers are based off of, like, this one creature that shows up in King Kong, like the original King Kong, hmm. for, like, hmm. five seconds. <laughs> Oh, well, that's not worth it then. But it's based on a a creature that was, like, already, like, you know, part of 
whatever canon before canon was invented you know that concept well that's i don't know i i have my notes i'd be really upset if someone like pushed that across my desk it was like and this is kong's nemesis i'd be like no try again do do it do it better this looks stupid can you give it four legs instead of two? Yeah, at least make this thing believable that it can walk around without falling on its head every eight seconds. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the one in the nine, uh, the thirty three movie, like, yeah, it only has two arms. It doesn't have like mm-hmm. it has like a snake tail. It's like okay, like that's yeah. cool that it's like the same thing, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's not very impre- like it would be fine for me if the big one was any different. But you're right, it's just bigger. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, like I like him to have like horns, maybe, and maybe like multiple arms, and just be like this terrifying thing. When I when you when I hear the big one, I'm like, this is scary, and it's like the mother of all the other monsters. It should be terrifying, but it's yeah, it's just like a bigger JPEG version of the other ones. And I was like, meh, mm-hmm. no, upsetting. Yeah, and Richie, you're saying like it's shot like really well, and like I I agree. Like, I think it definitely, like, looks good. It's a pretty movie, yeah, I'll say that. but it's, like, like... It's a pretty... It feels like it would... It feels... It gives you the same feeling, like, oh, this is a... This is a... This is... Without calling it a Vietnam movie, It it's shot and feels like a movie about, like, the Vietnam conflict. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's pretty when... Kong, and then Big Monkey. And the Big Monkey. Like, it's pretty when Kong's and looking up monkey. at the sky and sees, like, the Aurora Borealis that happens there for some reason... And him just like mm-hmm. looking up, being like, "I love my home," and it's like that's a that's a pretty yeah. shot. It's nice, mm-hmm. but then he has like fire in his eyes sometimes, and you're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and he sees Mufasa, angry monkey, <laughs> angry monkey, angry, angry monkey. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think it like yeah. It's like what I'm trying to say. Like technically, it looks very good, although sometimes there's just like way too much like CG set extension stuff where it's just. It definitely feels mm-hmm. artificial, I guess. But, like, the overall palette and everything. But for me, personally, like, my personal taste, I guess, it just feels so pushed to the max to, like, make you feel anything. But, like, there's so much... Like, basically every single... Like, you don't really feel much emotion in this movie, I think. At least I didn't. You know? Like, maybe this maybe this yeah. movie's emotional Absolutely. for somebody out there. But, like, there's so many shots that are just, like, really cool and, like, visually stunning. But, like, for me, at least, personally, they don't, like, mean a lot. They don't really have any kind of impact. They don't really tell a story. It just shows a lot of cool pieces, you know? But I guess that's mm-hmm. better than it being this movie and then also not being visually stimulating, you know? Mm. Yeah. So. At least it's better than, like, a movie that was shot almost exclusively on a on a green screen. At least, like, because they shot on location yeah. for some of it, it, look, it looks good because they... It looks yeah, real. the locations are really cool because uh, yeah, they shot a lot of this in yeah. Vietnam, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, well, while watching this movie, I was well, Brie Larson's in it, and I was like, you know what, she's charming. Like God bless her soul, that woman's very charming. Even in this movie, I was still like, she's cool. But that was it. I don't know. I, I, was, I was I was watching it like like I like Brie Larson. It's like I saying, like her. <laughs> it's like saying if her character was a sack of potatoes and it was Brie Larson, you'd say, hey, she's charming. Yeah, pretty much. I think she just brings a certain like, certain like, oh, she's cool to, to her roles. So, and she's cool in real life. So I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm cool with real life. Before I think I was like, eh, I don't care. And then I watched this movie for some reason. It came in my head. I was like, I think I like Brie Larson now. She's cool. <laughs> she's <a> cool girl. <laughs> I watched this movie the entire time, and I was thinking, she, she plays a an interesting role as a, as a photographer that covered the the 
once again, I guess I'll have to go back to the whole Vietnam yeah. thing. She plays as somebody who was embedded with an elite unit, <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson brings up like, "Oh, you were you were embedded with them, huh?" That means you must have been really in it, like in the dirty part of the war. <laughs> She she just plays off like yeah yeah it was yeah it was it wasn't it wasn't too bad it was horrible <laughs> I saw dead children yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have nightmares <laughs> daily. daily it sucked also, every time I go into my dark room I hear screams <laughs> I'll never unsmell what I smelled that <laughs> year back in 1960 whatever sixty eight smell. it's horrifying oh my god <laughs> yeah she's also like embedded with. I don't remember if it was like the NBA. Well, it must have been Viet Cong or something. Yeah, them too. Uh, Mac V Sog. That's like a American. That's an American like elite. Unit. Oh, I thought it was. Mm, I a, thought that's what yeah. Samuel Jackson's unit was, but I guess there's something else. Nah, he. So Samuel Jackson's unit, that whole like group, that brigade of whatever those guys are supposed to be. Those guys are air cavalry. Mm. So that's why they have all those. Uh, all those helicopters, all that's why they have all those troops that go with the AKA helicopters. AKA Monkey yeah. Patrol. <laughs> monkey yeah. Patrol. Those are the guys that fly, like, really low just above the tree canopy and be like, there's bad guys literally below us, and they're shooting at us. Get them. And they're like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And then what? <laughs> <laughs> then they get hit by a palm tree spear. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, the palm tree, the palm tree spear. <laughs> that's all it takes. The government doesn't want you to know this, but all it takes to take down a helicopter is a really big tree thrown at it. <laughs> It'll make it explode. In fact, exploding. That might be that might be true for a lot of things. I feel like that. I think, but yeah, that could be applied to a lot of things. The destruction of your government doesn't want you to know this. It could be defeated using a a stick. Using a stick. If it's big enough, this may be the last time you guys have heard from me because I know too much. I know. We just like see like you're just black bag and you disappear. We just see the two monkeys behind the car. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah, I, I I don't know, guys. This movie is a uh, this movie was a hard watch for me. I I was really really bored throughout it, which was mm-hmm. it bummed me out a little bit because I remember I think I saw this the first time with our past and impending guest Jacob Padilla, and I remember we both were like that was fun afterwards. And this time watching it, I was like, oh boy, this was a it, it was just dull, 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 dull. Like even the even the monster yeah. fights was like this is boring. Like wrap it up. Yeah, I I fully agree with that. The movie was very tough to sit through because despite them having a time window they have to get to like to leave the island. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like anything was done urgently. No. Like they have like- everybody everybody walked. It's like nobody's like, "Oh, we need to go upstream and it's going to take us a day and a half." It didn't feel like a day and a half. It felt like, "Oh, we'll, we'll just We'll, we'll take our time. We'll take a week to get to where we need and to be. And like a really nice, friendly montage of from like fixing the boat, being like, ah, we have all the time in the world. Yeah. This is fun. And not being like, go, 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 go. Also, uh, I did like that because that is like the only part of that movie where they really like made a Metal Gear Solid reference. Oh. They called that ship or that boat the Gray Fox uh. because that du- the director, uh, Jordan Vaught Roberts, is working on the – uh, Metal Gear Solid movie. Right. That's right. That's like the only like time they ever drop anything about like about Metal Gear Solid. I was like, that was a that was a nice little reference. What about the Diamond Dogs? Ooh. 
Was was Diamond Dogs mentioned? Oh my gosh, did I miss that? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I just literally <laughs> said that's the only Metal Gear Solid <laughs> reference I know is like the Diamond Dogs. <laughs> Apparently Hideo Kojima really liked this movie. He's like, oh, it's the first American like kaiju movie, and like, okay, like. <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame if you tell him that's like th- there could be better. <laughs> you just need to dig a little bit. Like, did you see? Are you Pacific guys ignoring Rim? my background? I, I'm trying. No, to. I, I, I see it. <laughs> I see Kong's cheeks. I'm just not gonna bring it up. I didn't even He's have to crop ass. that. That looks like a toy. That doesn't even yeah, look like. <laughs> I like the King Kong butt, and it's like someone cropped in like a close-up of the vinyl figure of King Kong from this movie. Wow. <laughs> You're like right in its crack right now. Yeah, it's like... It's pooping it's you It's like out. you're coming out of the butt, honestly. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Just like this movie. Yeah. King Kong's pooping you out. Man, there's a part in my notes where I stop writing coherently, and it becomes like monkey speak, where I say like, go boat. And eat squid. <laughs> and it's a gross napalm land fight. Everyone together. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, um, so, yeah, same here, actually, funny enough. I, I had to watch this movie, like, twice. Because the first time I watched it, I, I couldn't make myself, like, pay attention to it enough. <laughs> the second time I watched it with my friends and then, Better. like, we, we made, we tried. We really tried. Mm-hmm. And a buddy of mine pointed out to me during that scene where the helicopters are flying through that uh thunderstorm mm-hmm. they switch they they scene switch at least 30 times wow and that's why i realized that's when i like i remember like i had such a big headache because of that scene because everything's happening so quickly oh man maybe maybe it's because i'm no, old i think, <laughs> well, I don't I think know. this movie's a cute mess <laughs> I had a he- headache earlier today, and it was after watching this, this movie, and I didn't really think about it or connect it. Maybe that scene gave me a headache, and I just wasn't thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, like it's just very disorienting. Is basically what I, what I was thinking like the whole time. Like, yeah, now that you now that you brought it up, mm. it bet like yeah. I remember it more vividly now. It's like I remember seeing this in theaters and everything, and like I was I loved Godzilla twenty fourteen at the time and everything, and it's just like oh like that'd be really mm-hmm. cool if like. Like, I love Peter Jackson's King Kong, and this was, like, four years ago, mm-hmm. so I was just, like, really in for, like, that kind of franchise. It's, like, more serious with Godzilla mm-hmm. and everything, and then this was just, like, totally different opposite tone of everything that was the last <laughs> movie, so it's really weird for a franchise movie to do that, to, like, try to make it cohesive in any way, you know? And I was just, like, I remember being in the theater just, like entirely depressed like i was just like really upset and like mad at points and this time i watched it you know it's been a few years and i've just like had a lot of time to process it and i'm older now and probably i feel like i get less mad at things especially Mm -hmm. movies and uh i'm just like yeah this movie didn't get any better for me but at least i'm not like you're not erupting about it (laughs) yeah you're not total meltdown mode (laughs) yeah because i remember even our past guest pat Wynell. What's what are we saying for past guests now? Redacted. Uh, uh, we're saying redacted guests. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're saying. Um, redacted and End episode, guest. Uh, it was like his birthday, and I met him at a bar, and he was saying, "He's like, oh, did you see Kong Skull Island? I liked it." And I was like, "How could you like that movie?" And I like had a meltdown. You attacked Pat. So that's great. Yeah, just like the nicest person. Yeah. 
I remember after I saw Blade Runner 2049, and you were very angry at me <laughs> no, in like don't a bring car it up. ride. We gotta wait, save it for the episode. <laughs> okay, fine, we'll save it. <laughs> you'll you'll have a fun time with that story, everyone, because that was a fun one. <laughs> I will definitely tune into that one because I love the Blade Runner movies. Oh, good. Both of them. Thank you. Yeah, they're both yeah. great. I love the first Blade Runner movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you. Oh, okay. I see where <laughs> yep, this is going. Yep, you see. <laughs> Um, there's a bit in this, or not even a bit, there's like a shot where it all of a sudden turns into a first-person video game for a hot second. Do you guys remember yeah, that? You remember that? Yeah, I think it happened twice, and it was just as strange the the second time it happened. Do you remember happened. the Doom yeah, movie? Like, why would you, why? <laughs> they do that and that, too. Yeah, I was, mm-hmm. I was just like, why did... I don't hate it. Whoa, what, what happened? <laughs> when Kong has a big banana and, like, flings it from first person... Imagine a, a banana too big for even King Kong to eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to be one horrifying looking tree. Um, <laughs> it's like an eldritch horror banana tree. I hate it. Yeah. I don't want to just crap on the movie the whole time. I, I I don't really mind it when there's like video game stuff in movies. Like yeah, because I even watched that Doom movie not too long ago. I'm like yeah, sure, whatever. Like put in a little first person version. Like it just came out of nowhere for me. Where I'm like, oh, are, yeah. is he is he referencing? Is the director referencing the very successful King Kong Peter Jackson video game? <laughs> <laughs> he like throws a spear and like yeah, um, yeah, throwing bone spears. It's awesome. That, that game conveniently placed bone spears the, in the entire island. Yeah, it's it's great. I loved that game. <laughs> or the Tommy gun or whatever. But yes, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, he's very. Like I said, in, like, several interviews and, like, Twitter and stuff, like, Jordan Boat Roberts is very inspired by video games and anime. So, like, there's a bunch of anime mm-hmm. references with, like, uh, John C. Reilly's jacket. It says, yeah, for Akira. your health or whatever. It's, like, yeah. Akira, you know. Um, mm. There's an old boy reference when yeah. he's eating the squid and or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of references, and that doesn't really mean anything in the movie. And it's just, like, a lot of stuff. So, it's, like... I guess it's two sides of a coin. It's like the first time I saw this, I was like, none of this means anything. I was really upset about it. It's like, what is the point of like doing this? But then if you flip it on the other side, it's like, yeah, okay. Considering like, okay, he didn't write the script. He's directing this movie. He's made one movie before this. Um, that was like an indie movie. And it was like an indie yeah. movie. It had nothing to do with like anything big action. Yeah, except for that it's one weird. like 10 second sequence with, <laughs> with King Kong in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kings of Summer. There's no King Kong. There's kings in it. <laughs> it's a it's a prequel, and it's he's prequel. directed like a lot of like video game trailers, like for Player Unknown Battlegrounds and mm-hmm. Destiny Two, and like those look mm-hmm. pretty good. Like he's a good yeah. like visual director, but um, I don't like I don't really feel anything, you know, especially from this movie. But I think. And especially at the time when this movie came out, I feel like he was like super defensive about it too. He was. And I remember you, you sent me like a honest trailer thing of of like him during the time of when the drama was at its height of him defending Kong Skull Island, and then he like does the honest trailer thing, and I was like, this is a lot. I don't like this. <laughs> He's a very extra guy. For the longest time, he had like a really long beard until very recently. Which, we should have kept that. It was our, pretty iconic looking. Our friend Cameron Takeda would always call him an Assyrian beard, kind of like an ancient Mesopotamian beard, which is just very long and like <laughs> rectangular. It's just cut off at the bottom. So just basically everything about him seemed like really annoying, especially at the time, and especially since I didn't like the movie. But like now I'm just like, I don't know. Like 
he's he's supposed to direct the Metal Gear Solid movie, and it's like that's what he really wants to do. So I'm yeah. glad for that, and it seems more in his wheelhouse and everything. And, uh, and that's one of your favorite mm-hmm. things too. So you gotta have a little bit of faith in him. Yeah, and it's like if he really likes Metal Gear Solid, I'm sure it'll be pretty good. You know, like it makes more mm-hmm. sense to do that. And I don't know, I just don't want to bag on too much. And no, because <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, it's just he was also probably like I think he was like 30 or something when he made this movie. Oh, yeah. um, and like, that's like know, I can't imagine making a movie at the scale and like you know the best thing is to like not be super defensive about stuff and like just let it slide but like whatever I don't know everyone exp- like you can't just go back and analyze a moment in time over and over again you know and like criticize yeah. someone for it it's like just yeah. move on and everyone grows you know he didn't do any totally. like he didn't commit any crimes <laughs> no 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 he was yeah. just defensive of his movie and lord knows there are worse crimes than that <laughs> Yeah, mm. someone like Grindelwald would know. Absolutely. Yes, Grindelwald commits murder on a daily basis. So, <laughs> does he or does he just commit like, does he like litter? Like, I still don't know what the crimes of Grindelwald are. <laughs> Richard, do you know what the crimes of Grindelwald are? Because I'm also blanking on what his possible crime motive could be. I feel like he does murder. Maybe identity theft. I'm blanking too. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the grown up thing where I'm gonna pretend I'm not googling it, but I'm gonna go he ahead. He cuts and in line. I like now you guys are both just lineages of Donkey Kong as your <laughs> lineage. What? I don't yeah. remember what yours is. Uh, shout out to Chunky what, Kong. Chunky? Chunky. Yeah, Chunky oh, Kong. I never knew that was his name. <laughs> I'm Chunky. I'm Lanky yeah. Kong. Uh, you're Lanky Kong. I'm Chunky Kong, and canonically speaking, Chunky Kong is unfortunately passed. <laughs> what? How? What? What? How do you die? <laughs> yeah, what happened? Yeah, Chunky Kong passed away. Of, don't uh don't tell anybody though. Of, people like to. P- p- some people actually don't know. <laughs> now of they know what like potassium overdose. Like what what? Did, a <laughs> I barrel crushed him. Like what happened? The first thing that shows up is Chunky Kong dead. <laughs> <laughs> How did he die? I think it was in sixty, like Donkey Kong sixty four, where he died. I'll have to double check. Who killed him? The crocodile man. <laughs> King Apparently K. he's Rool? a baboon, according to Wikipedia. That can't be a baboon. I, he doesn't look like a baboon to me. I'm not gonna lie. It was a homicide case. A monkey killed a monkey. Oh no, <laughs> this isn't real. Just like in nature. <laughs> 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 I just watched a 12 second video of someone saying that Donkey Junk, Chunky Kong's dead. <laughs> Donkey <laughs> Chunky Kong is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, now I'm on the uh, Donkey Kong fandom page, and the little like where my mouse is, it's a it's a barrel with a heart on it. Oh, perfect! That's a nice Good. little touch. Yeah, if you click something, uh, does it like break open with a little explosion or something? I wasn't I wasn't not. like I wasn't really aware that the uh, jacket that says "Good for Your Health" was supposed to be a Akira reference, but it makes total sense to me now because I literally have that exact pill. Uh. On my on my water bottle as like a little sticker. Oh, nice! I'm like, of course it says that. <laughs> of in my mind, I always thought it was like a Steve Brule reference because it's John C. Riley wearing that jacket. Uh, wait, does he say for your health? He's in like, Steve Brule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Steve Brule says for your health. Uh, that was like a thing. Maybe it's both then. So I thought the entire thing was him being like just reprising Steve Brule. <laughs> he apparently doesn't like to talk Funny about enough. Steve Brule. Because that one time he was on Mark Maron's yeah. podcast, he got very upset when Mark Maron was asking yeah. about Steve Rule. <laughs> so they talked about clown school instead for like an hour, which was interesting. It was a dark time, but, you know. Yeah, I've I've come to a part in my notes where I remember laughing, like, maniacally laughing. In fact, when Grenade Man takes out two grenades, and he's like, "Go!" 
I'm going to sacrifice myself. And then, like, the, the giant lizard just thwacks him with his tail, and he goes flying. I felt so, There's so bad. There's so many moments <laughs> I'm like, I can't tell if this is supposed to be, like, did he watch Jurassic World and saw that one moment that really sucks where, like, the <laughs> the lady just gets torn apart because she's not even doing anything wrong and then just turn that into yeah. an entire movie? Like, it's like, <laughs> do you, it's like, is it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, can't, I don't know the intentions. Like, does he just think everyone sucks? Or, like, what? Like, what's the point? I don't know. I feel like maybe yeah. he thought the lizard was smart. Yeah, that reminds me of the sandwich scene. Like, that when I all like those, like, transition. helicopters were getting taken oh, right, down. Yeah. And the dude was, like, the Kong was, like, shaking the dude out. And you hear just the crunch, and then it cuts straight to a sandwich. I'm like, all right, that was good. Yeah, yeah. That was good. It's a good that, shot. That's, that's graphic enough. Thank that you. I appreciate transition. that, King Kong like, I like movie. That. You get, like, a visceral, to... like, crunch of flesh and bone between mm-hmm. giant teeth. Yeah. yeah. I like that as opposed Thank to, like, you. the guy who looks in is dressed like Lando Calrissian gets ripped into the sky and, like, ripped apart by pterodactyls. Just like, <laughs> right. this is unnecessarily yeah, horrible. brutal and graphic. Like, why? Why? Yeah. And also, that's, a, that's another scene where they pull out the whole, like, First person shooter uh, view. <laughs> that was a uh, that was another one. Right. Ugh. <laughs> I like how in that scene, the that dude, if had he just stayed in the boat, like it underneath everything, he'd be fine. I wonder, <laughs> like, why him? Why did they target him? I guess I guess he just kind of deserved to die because he's the one that sucks the most out of that crew. <laughs> <laughs> the birds knew they knew he was a piece of shit. Yeah, they're like, oh, he he's a salary man. Yeah, we could get rid of him. <laughs> get him. Everybody else, yeah, they can stay. They're cool. Yeah, they kill. You have you have like this young like sh- like shaggy like character, just like had had he had a dog with him the entire time, I would have thought this would be a weird like Scooby Doo pre- uh, prequel. Scooby Doo goes to Skong Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Skong Island. Scooby Doo comes back from a tour of duty in Vietnam and goes to Kong Skull Island. <laughs> shaggy, Shaggy was definitely in with Shaggy, and they're both like, oh, gee, Scoob. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's just wonder I, I wonder what the uh mystery machine and crew would do uh if they ever had to investigate king kong and like it, okay investigate king kong i, I <laughs> investigate skull island and why why nobody wants to go there i imagine velma would immediately try to like figure out if king kong is well, if it's a Scooby-Doo thing, King Kong is animatronic. He is Mecha Kong. He's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. Mecha Kong is already out. Yes. <laughs> and if he is flesh and blood, then I feel like it becomes a horrible realization for them, much like when they go to Zombie Island in the first one where cat <laughs> monsters exist. I need to watch those again. <laughs> I've been yeah. meaning to watch yeah. those recently for some reason. And they have to live the rest of their lives knowing voodoo is real and cat monsters are real and the undead can come back. I would cover <laughs> the dead movies yeah. on this podcast like immediately if uh, it was more relevant. <laughs> right? Ugh. It's just like the uh, the movie where they went. I think the I think they did a movie where they went to like Salem Ooh. or somewhere in like New England and they realized oh Wiccans can conjure up evil spirits. <laughs> is that Wiccans is, can conjure up like zombies? Is that the song where they're like Earth? Wind, fire. Yeah, that's the one. Fire in there. Yeah. What is this? That's the one. This one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a. I remember watching that when I was like, tw- like twelve or thirteen, and I'm like, this, this isn't, this isn't the Scooby Doo I'm oh. used to. No, <laughs> like, aliens, What's going the on? The broccoli alien people always freak me out because it's like, so they're just oh, acknowledging yeah. that aliens are real. Yeah. yeah, that one's good too. 
man, we have. They're all good. <laughs> There's also like the Cyber Joker one, where he's like, oh a, yeah, mm. right, where he's like, he's like an electronic being. They have encountered terrors beyond this world and <laughs> are still soldiering on. Like, if if I encountered one time a supernatural monster, and I any time I investigate another case, I'd be like. Well, it could be a monster. We can't rule that out. It could be a monster. Then I'm saying, no, Connor, I think this time it's it's a criminal. It's a real person. I'm like, no, it's a monster. It's a monster. <laughs> I think, like, at some point they they all, like, I, I don't think they ever actually touched it, but if they ever go into the whole, like, Eldritch horror, Lovecraftian, like, horror part of things, I would totally be into the idea where... Uh, Scrappy Doo isn't a real, isn't a real thing. <laughs> it's it's just real. a construct that was created by Cthulhu to mess with everybody. <laughs> it's like Scooby Doo goes to the Mountain of Madness. He is chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scrappy Doo is just an, is like the best way Cthulhu could like come up with something that won't like ruin them. It's just because he thought it was funny. Yeah, it's, it's that Cthulhu. I feel like does have a side of whimsy to him where he would absolutely do mm-hmm. that. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully he, he would, doesn't turn them all crazy. Yeah, he would like torture them with Scrappy Doo as they like go like, up the mountain. That's first Scooby Doo movie. The whole thing is just that Scrappy's upset with them because he like they ignore him all the time. So he's like the mastermind behind yeah. all of it. Isn't that what that movie is? It's been like yeah, ten yeah, they, years they, since I've seen it. They ditch him on the side of a highway at one point, and then he comes back and he mm-hmm. like roids up to be a terrifying monster dog. That is such a strange like. Oh, yeah, yeah, this he's... is the live action movie we're doing. It's like all right, <laughs> sure. He's he's roided up, but he's like, if I remember correctly, he was still the same size, right? He's just really jacked. Was that it? Oh man, I don't remember that. I, th- I thought he got uh, bigger. I don't remember now. <laughs> I feel like there was a point where like he shrinks down and his head's really big and his body's really little or something like that. Oh my god, I just found an image um, of Buff Scrappy. Why yeah. did it show me Scrappy Dude dead in Miami? <laughs> that was like that was like the autofill. That's what it showed. Oh me. my <laughs> god, I just found a terrifying. What the dude. hell? The Scrappy CG is so oh, no. scary. He looks horrifying. <laughs> I'm gonna put it in the chat. I'll, I'll make... Do you think this Scrappy? Yeah. Do you think Buff Scrappy could fight Kong? I mean, let me let me take a good look. Absolutely at him. not. <laughs> I don't think he'd stand a chance. I think uh, Kong got that He's one. Pretty buff. True. All right. This is what. Uh, this is I what. I accidentally <laughs> almost like. sent a picture of uh... Buff Scrappy to my girlfriend with no context to to, <laughs> to Lily, with a little winky face. Oh yeah, I hate him. Yeah, I'm gonna have a scrappy do like right over my shoulder this whole time. <laughs> this is gonna be our episode's questions. Do you think uh, Kong could beat, or do you think Buff Scrappy could beat Kong? What was the other questions that we had? Could Buff Scrappy beat King Kong? What would the mystery gang do if they encountered King Kong? No, we gotta ask who else could beat King Kong. Oh, who else could beat King Kong? I don't think uh, definitively Buff Scrappy could do it i'll say that now do kong's cheeks slap <laughs> yes oh yeah that's a good one do they do they slap i think they do mm-hmm. uh watching that whole entire movie i was thinking wow kong got cake good for him happy <laughs> put that on a shirt <laughs> kong got cake yeah. Kong got cake yeah that's a good uh strong shape shirt yeah that could be honestly I have like two designs right now that I'm like I'm, I'm like sitting on the edge of should I just release them? Do it, yeah. dude. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I can't wait for Godzilla versus Kong versus Buff Scrappy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be 
That that'd be weird. Do you guys <laughs> wish that King Kong was like the same size in this movie, and Godzilla was just like massively bigger than him? So Kong's just like jumping from building to building, but he's small and like punching Godzilla in the face. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty good. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I think, I think he is supposed to be smaller. Yeah. I don't know about how much he's smaller big, he is. So he's he like hundred feet in this movie or something. He's supposed to get uh-huh. taller in the in the Godzilla versus Kong because he's like, this is fifty yeah. years in the past or whatever. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he he's like supposedly a a teenager, quote unquote, in like in Skull Island. Yeah, because John supposed to be like John C. realizes he's not done growing yet. Yeah. So there, that that leaves the door open for them to just magically make him bigger by using the resize tool. (laughs) (laughs) Kong Skull Island's favorite tool to use. Yeah. um... I'm pretty sure. uh, which would you rather fight, a tall King Kong or a wide King Kong? Oh, oh no. I'd rather fight a tall 100 King feet Kong. tall or 100 feet like wide? Like a beanpole Kong versus, like, a yeah. very, like, broad-shouldered Kong. Like a Chungus Kong? <laughs> I'd rather yeah. fight beanpole Kong than Ch- Chungus Chunky Kong. Kong, basically. <laughs> yeah, beanpole Kong. I feel like I could trip him over. Like, a, a thick, strong Kong, I feel like I'd, we'd have a lot more problems. <laughs> Great. Now I have to like manually Photoshop two different stop. Kongs to ask in in I a can't polls. Think, I can't stop thinking of thick, strong Kong. <laughs> is it Chunkus Kong That's or Thick like... Kong? I feel like maybe Chunkus is played out. Chunkus Kong would be yeah. horrifying. Have you not heard the legend of Chungus Kong? So Kong versus or no, Kong got cake. Can buff Scrappy beat Kong? Is uh, what's his name? Cranky Kong is Cranky Kong dead? Cranky Kong, it's Chunky. Kong. <laughs> is Chunky Kong. Kong dead? Chunky Kong. Beanpole Kong versus Chungus Kong. That's what we got. This is what yeah. I'm writing my college essay on. <laughs> oh, I do have a question. Yeah. Uh, you guys remember when they were all hanging out by like some of the military guys were hanging by the riverbank after the initial King Kong like messing everything up? Yes. You see, like, a zoom-in of a dude opening a can of whatever the hell he's eating, and he <laughs> right. just starts chowing down. Everyone's around him like, what are you doing, dude? He's like, I, 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 there's no precedence behind this. We don't, I don't know. It's time to eat. I'm hungry. And he looks over at everybody and says, eating's for the living. That's what you yeah. call an attempt it, at humor. I'm, yeah, and I'm thinking, like, the whole entire time that conversation was happening, I was thinking, just what the hell was he eating? That didn't look it like, like food. It looked like he, it looked like he wasn't even enjoying yeah. it. He takes a bite and goes, mm, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, nope, I don't like this. Takes I'll keep going. Bite. There's a lot of moments in yeah. this movie that, like, it's the thing I like least, especially in monster kaiju movies. Like, things that, like, you really need to buy in to the world <laughs> when they do everything they can to make you not buy into the world. Like, I hate that, mm. basically. Like, I, okay, like... You know, I like how serious Godzilla 2014 is. I know that, like, can be silly to a lot of people, and that's fine. Like, I don't need it to be, like, I don't know. I don't need, like, Zack Snyder's Godzilla, but... You don't want a dark operetta about Godzilla. (laughs) You just want it to be taken seriously. The Snyder cut of uh, King Kong Skull Island soon. (laughs) I hear King Kong puts on a black suit, and it's crazy. Yeah, I don't need... I can't believe they redesigned King Kong. Now he looks like the Joker. (laughs) I don't need King Joker Kong as Godzilla if he fucks. You want to know how I got these scars? A helicopter. Some, some, some helicopters flew into my island one year. It was terrible. Well, I mean, this, that's not even Zack Snyder, but also this isn't Zack Snyder. But, you know, King Kong has a damaged tattoo on his forehead. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's his. Uh, not above his. I was gonna say that's his tramp stamp right above his clappers. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> um, HBO. Oh no. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Uh, <laughs> retweeted something from Warner Brothers the other day. That was just like a, a thing from Warner Brothers. That's just like mask up, everybody. Like do your part. And it just mm-hmm. shows all these different superheroes and, like, characters, Warner Brothers characters wearing, like, they put masks on them, like, digitally. Cute. And one of them is Joker mm. dancing in Joker wearing a mask. <laughs> and I'm like, that's <laughs> that's even more chaotic, I think, that Joker wears yeah. a mask. That's so strong. <laughs> I would love a movie to come out or, like, even a comic book to, like, reference the COVID virus and Joker would be wearing a mask, like, fervently and people being like, like, why are you wearing a mask? You'd be like, are you kidding me? I'm not going to get sick. Like, you yeah. stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah. He's the true agent of chaos, but uh, he's, he's not a COVID denier. No. Like, he's like, absolutely yeah. not. There's, like, someone wrote a really good bit for the Joker where he he makes some crack at, like, some, like, people I think everyone was currently mad at. But I, th- I thought it was funny with him. Like, like Joker is not, he's a murderer, but he's not like a 1% billionaire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Joker, although being a psychopath, a sociopath, and all the other kind of paths that you can Possibly tie be. into him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could, he also is terrified of the IRS. <laughs> Canonically. Yes. He'll pay his taxes true. because he doesn't want to go to jail over, over like, bad taxes. That's like the animated series canonical, isn't it? <laughs> like, he's yeah, it's canonical. The IRS. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I'm the Joker, huh? <laughs> I'm the Joker. I'll pay my taxes I, because I have Unlike I Blade, my... who doesn't pay his taxes. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Joker oh. is an agent of chaos, <laughs> but he doesn't uh, believe in QAnon or storm the Capitol. No, so. he yeah. was firmly against it. In fact, yeah, yeah. I actually, uh, <laughs> I... in the in the vein of DC movies, I guess. Have you have any of you guys seen the show? I think it's on HBO Max. Harley Quinn. Yes, it's good. It's really good. I was I was, I was thoroughly surprised. Honestly, mm, I had so much fun watching. I was like, this. Yeah. I am blown away right now. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, which once again cements in my mind. How good DC is making uh, is at making like animated mm-hmm. shows, and terrible at making <laughs> real oh, movies. They're garbage at making like live action things, but they're like mm-hmm. amazing at animated stuff. There's like this Batman yeah. like their animated disco. movies are good. Their animated shows are good. Like yeah, just stick to that. Stick to your bread and butter. Like I really want to see this <laughs> like Batman animated like seventies karate detective movie that they have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that looks cool that. as shit. <laughs> yeah, that'd be tight. I think they did Batman Ninja as like a as an animated. Yes, like, I forgot which one. I don't remember how long ago that movie. came I think out. it was like two, three years ago, maybe. But like, he's all like yeah. a samurai. And it's awesome. I was like, mm-hmm. they just do whatever they want in the animated world. It's like rad as hell. I mean, Honestly, that probably a better policy. Just like now in the live action world, it just took them a while, I guess. Yeah. And uh, the things that they wanted just to waiting. do were very strange, like Suicide yes. Squad. Waiting for the coveted Snyder cut of uh, Batman Ninja. You bet we are Snyder cut of everything. <laughs> uh, we're so excited yes. for Justice League. Snyder cuts Snyder's my, Snyder cut of my life. Tyler, make it better, please. <laughs> make it better. Make my Snyder cut my life. <laughs> Snyder cut circumcision. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. Oh no, I said cut again. <laughs> is King Kong circumcised? Fully. That's why his penis isn't here. 
<laughs> they, they did too good of a job. No. <laughs> they did too good. It's gone. It's That's gone. how you know he's an animated character or action figure. Mm. Yeah, he's got no. They'll, they'll never. They'll never reveal it. it they'll never. <laughs> never. But I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, can confirm with my own eyes. He. He's got something going on. Okay. <laughs> He's packing. It's fine. Does it maybe like Probably. retract into his body like some sort of bird or something? <laughs> like a weird tentacle. Yeah, like a weird tentacle. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, totally. That's exactly what I saw. I couldn't. I couldn't wrap my brain around it. But yeah, it's like it's like a, it's like a spaghetti noodle. You you like pull out of the pot to test. Yes. To see, to see if the rest of the noodles are ready. The dark it's like that. The dark anatomy of King Kong. I don't want to <laughs> harass Kong. We're not harassing <laughs> yeah. him. We're telling the He's world. He's got to make him comfortable. He'll, he'll <laughs> just make him comfortable. Yeah. He'll show it when he wants to. <laughs> exactly. And that's why yeah. he's so scared. It's freezing on Skull Island, first of all, and nobody brings it up. <laughs> he's like, yeah. When the camera showed him, he's like, I, I'm not comfortable showing myself in the nude. They're like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just... You'll only be able to move for like a total of 10 minutes. <laughs> he's like, no. I... It's mostly ass shots, too. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's a lot. Okay. It's a lot of cake. I hope uh yeah <laughs> caked up. I hope I hope the Jordan Boat Roberts doesn't listen to this and be like, "Oh, all these jokes I've heard already before. Like this sucks. Like so uninspired." Well, if he honestly listens to this thing, then one, don't you have something we better to do? <laughs> Two, we've made it, and three, please come on the show, and we'll probably be like. It's no big deal. We said it t- towards the beginning of this podcast. We look forward to your other next upcoming work. <laughs> yeah, I like the trailers mm-hmm. he's directed. Like the I'm Destiny excited. trailer is really cool. Uh, he's a character in Death Stranding. I don't know if you guys have played that. I got through the first little I bit of not. it and got incredibly bored and stopped. Okay, I'm gonna pull up a picture of him and use him as my background from the. Oh, g- it has to be from the <laughs> game though. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's like how Hideo Kojima is also in that game. He like puts himself put himself in his own video game. Yeah, he put himself along with I think Conan O'Brien was also in that movie for some, that video game for some yeah, reason. Yeah, Conan O'Brien's there. Guillermo del Toro's there. Yeah, basically it's a uh, it's Hideo Kojima going. Hey, I want my friends in this video game. Yeah, or like whoever. I mean, honestly, if you asked me to be in a video game, I'd, I'd be in. Yes, if I was an ex- ex- extravagant billionaire, like of course I would be like. I'm making a video game, and all my friends are going to be in it. Like, nobody knows who Tyler Dennering is. No one knows who Richard yeah. is. I'm like, are you kidding me? Of the strong-ass apes page, everyone knows who he is. And <laughs> that's, like a, that's like J.J. Abrams and Greg Grunberg. Like, he's in all of his movies. And like, oh, there he is again. <laughs> there he is again. And yeah, but so basically my, my point is I would absolutely do that. I would go out of my way to stick my friends even as Easter eggs in different games and be like, mm-hmm. you don't know this person, but I do, and it's only a joy for me. They're not even famous. Oh, oh, he's he's like a package delivery hologram man. Oh wow, look at that. He's still he's still rocking the beard in the back of his cap. Let's go. That's fun. That's yeah. a look. Yeah, good for him. Also, yeah, good for him. He he looks like a limp biscuit fan who is also Amish. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for him to listen to this. That's my goal. I want James Bond. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> good God, I, this, this is accurate though. Um. I want James Condor to reply to my tweet about the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I just feel like a shock jock now. Tyler, this is what we've been, we've been moving towards this entire time. Awooga! 
Yeah, I desperately want to have some kind of sound effect board, and I feel like when the pandemic's over, I will try to invest in a sound effect board so we're in person we can go like, and that's when King Kong got the chicky chicky chinga. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I already hate it. There are better uses for a stream deck, but yeah, go off. <laughs> you get a once we get a soundboard, we'll get canceled one episode after. Because yeah. yeah. of my chicky chicky chinga. Yeah. Local podcast ended <laughs> abruptly due to overusage of Cheeky Cheeky Bow Wow. Cheeky Cheeky Bow Wow. Did you guys ever have that? I don't know what keyboard it was, but just like an electronic keyboard that you can change it to the other thing. Other function where it's just a bunch of like, well, it's like. Like farts? Hip hop sounds, but then there's just the one of the guy that goes, hoo Yep, I have one of those. I remember that. It's like a, I had a big old chord yeah. keyboard with all like, like over 100 <laughs> settings you can do with it. <laughs> It was weird. It'd be like hua, but you could like bring it from several like scales. So you hua, and then hua. yeah, yeah, I had the same <laughs> one. And I would speed up the boom boom. boom, boom. Hua, hua. <laughs> I like going hua. That's what I would do when I wasn't firing my lightsaber gun at people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you the know, lightsaber gun is still terrifying to me. <laughs> this movie. Uh, did you know it's influenced by Apocalypse Now? It was. Did you know that? Did you know it's cool when you have a samurai sword and you fight uh, pterodactyls? The gas mat, yeah. The gas mask samurai sword scene was like the only standout. Along with, um, I wasn't aware there was a reference. Like, I guess it was based off of Apocalypse Now. That that was not <laughs> that. That's new to me. At oh, least. okay. Uh, that's I good. mean, if you watch Apocalypse Now again, I think it's like <laughs> incredibly blatant. But I don't. I wrote down something where he's using the boat rotary blade. I call it Kong of War, like God of War. Like he's using the blades of chaos to just rip that monster in half. Oh yeah. I was like, that's fun. Uh, and then he disembowels when he, when it. When he uh, uses the chains to like destroy the big skull crawler. Yeah. That whole that whole part's pretty sick. I do like that part where he's just like, I was like, oh, it's the Kong of War, Kratos. You know, like yeah, the final. Kong fighting scene was probably like the tightest. Mm. It was the it was good good action, good it's action, good very action. enjoyable. And then he like yeah. rips the guts out of the monster in the end, and I was like, ew. And even Kong's like, ew, in the end of that scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to I want to point out he used I think if I remember correctly, I think he was using the same hand that Brie Larson was like clutched in yes. to do that. So I don't know like how that would have worked. Would he have like? <laughs> Open yeah. his fingers slightly to grab, and then like take Brie Larson with. And also, she should be the soaking guts. wet in like gut blood if she's like if he even did do that. Yeah. I was kind of curious how that yeah. worked too. She's and like when he opens her his hand, she's like perfectly fine. Yeah, <laughs> I perfectly. Fine. I was kind of hoping like maybe, maybe like he wrapped his fist around clothes around like in the intestines or something, and then just pulled like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe he did that. Uh, there's also like one thing I want to. It's a very minor gripe, or maybe it's a, it's a pre or, <laughs> however you want to. It is a gripe. It's a gripe. We're gripe. There is one character in this movie, that, does nothing, except to be on screen. Uh, it's the. It's the giant ape. <laughs> no 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 no. It's. How do how do I say this without sounding mean? It's like it's she. It's the Asian female. I forgot her name. I think I'm gonna have to look. Oh, uh, Jean Tian. Oh. 
Yeah, San Lin. Yeah, because apparently, her like, in the international is? cut or, like, the Chinese cut of this movie, she's in it a lot more. Huh. Mm-hmm. They feature her a lot more in the international cut because it's this movie was bankrolled by Tencent or, you know, a Chinese company. Mm. So they wanted, like, Asian representation, which is, which is yeah. good. Yes. However, she did nothing to really push the story along. Yeah. She's just, like, this character. Yeah, she, she really is there. And somehow she's like she, she survives the entire ordeal and provided next to nothing, I yeah, felt. Yeah, well it's like mm-hmm. Corey Hawkins' well, character yeah. and her are just basically the same character. Mm-hmm. It's just two yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. Um, Dude, are we going to see them you think in like in Kong versus Godzilla? <laughs> they'd where... be really old cuz it takes place like 60 years later. <laughs> I mean, that'd be fun. Yeah. I'm up for old age makeup, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh so allegedly Corey Hawkins' character does show up in uh, King of the Monsters. Oh, okay. The Godzilla movie. Huh. But obviously because he's supposed to be older, he's yes. like a different character entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, Played by Joe Morton. Hmm. Oh, I just watched that movie today I, and I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. Because like everybody's name in this movie is like wholly forgettable. Like I would not have remembered Corey Hawkins as... Houston Brooks, because I don't think I've heard his name like referred to at all the entire movie. No. <laughs> yeah, they got they got Dr. Dre and Easy in this movie and did nothing with them. <laughs> what a te- what a terrible NWA. Uh... And Ice Cube is in the is in King of the Monsters. I mean, yeah, you know, it is. what a Jackson terrible Jr., reunion. But... <laughs> what a terrible yeah. reunion. Uh, wow. Yeah, my my last note is just everybody goes home, and that's really the only thing that actually happens yeah. after the fight a lot of mm-hmm. people die they get ripped to shreds um mm-hmm. john c Riley says they call the only him person s- with a real arc uh-huh. yeah the only person with a real arc was once again like john c Riley. <laughs> <laughs> he calls them skull crawlers and like oh why do you call him that and then he's just like i don't know i just had to come up with a name and i'm like <laughs> i thought it was cool it's like dying in my seat it's so funny yeah, yeah. I like that they tried pulling off like the whole like abrupt comedy bit where it's like, no, I think I thought it was fine. Yeah, you can keep that. Yeah. And like they had to like get that scene going for like ten seconds. Mm-hmm. It's like Ugh. I was curious why it lasted so long. He could have said like they call him the skull crawls, and then just kind of look at him and him be like, well, I've never said the name out loud before. Anyway, and just move on. But they have to like really, yeah, for some reason let us know. Hey, this scene's awkward. And I'm like, I I know. As soon as they gave him the look, I knew it was awkward. Hmm. Like that. That's like most of the comedy that's in this movie like a lot of it is based off of awkward like situations or situational responses it's you know what not great <laughs> also nobody falls in love with this movie if nobody falls in love not with <laughs> nobody fall, has fallen in love with this movie and nobody falls in love in this movie which i was kind of surprised about yeah i mean yeah. especially the first time i saw it like it's not even that it's just like okay if it's gonna be kong like you don't need to put like the scene with kong and brie larson like at that cliff it's like that's mm-hmm. wholly unnecessary. Like you don't need it to is. have that. But it's like it's because it's a King Kong. That sounds like definitely like a produ- producer's note or something. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, you don't. Like, he has to like the girl. I definitely don't need to put that in the movie. It's wholly un- like not needed. But it's just like a essential King Kong thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff. But, but uh, but I mean, I kind of like that. It's there's no romance. But it's just also. Just, it's just really weird. It flails from like trying to be very humorous to like incredibly brutal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it really executes anything very well. <laughs> I like I like some of the visual mm-hmm. inspiration and everything, and like uh, I like that he was inspired by video games because uh, I feel like that for the longest time, like just 
anything related to video games has been given crap, like in terms of like movies yeah. for the longest time. You know, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I like that he was inspired by. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think more people should pull from video games because they a lot of to good me, like are legitimate art form. There's just a lot of good visuals and like free flowing movement in video games that mm-hmm. you wouldn't think of if you just had like you know, if a, a camera placement and everything. Well, here's two actors, but yeah. it really like breaks out the world it's like yeah here's a digital like not just digital camera but here's just a god camera you can just drag and drop it wherever and do mm-hmm. whatever you want with it because there's no person there so well i feel like we really talked a lot about king kong skull island i feel like <laughs> maybe we didn't talk the most about king kong skull island <laughs> what's called king kong <laughs> Co- kong, kong skull island kingity kongity skullity islandy the Skull Island in which Kong resides. Yes, the Skull Island in which Kong resides. Yeah. Or the magnificent freedom of one spectacular King Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's too many characters. <laughs> it's trying to be funny. It's not really funny. We've already said all this. Uh, if you enjoy this movie, yes. that's great. I, I need to hear mm-hmm. more positive things about it. Yeah, good on you. Um, it, we are by no means are booing you if you enjoy this movie. It just like, kind of... Yeah. From the bottom, of my, I am not booing you. I'm like, I am happy you enjoyed it. Like, thank goodness. I I just feel mm-hmm. kind of awkward because now that I've said my piece, I'm inevitably going to run into Jordan Vuk Roberts in the future. <laughs> yeah, and I'll <laughs> and be awkwardly you. Be, like working on one. Yeah, this is totally like it's a weird thing that like definitely won't happen until it does. Yeah, and I'll be like, oh yeah, I did a whole episode on Kong's Kong Island. I can't let you know that I did that though. And he'll be like, oh, I know, I listened to it. <laughs> He's like, why yeah. do you think I hired you? I need you to tell me when I'm out of step, Tyler. You and me, to the bitter end. <laughs> Back to pirates. He just pulls you aside one day and goes, I heard what you said about my movie. And that's it. <laughs> like, he just, like, stares. <laughs> Is that a funny story with uh, that Edgar Wright always tells? Not always, but he's told it before. It's, like, uh, on Shaun of the Dead, because that was, like, his first big movie. <laughs> and one of the extras, like, in zombie makeup, just, like, walked up to him during, a, like, in between shots. And he didn't know he was the director. <laughs> and then the extra's just like, this one's a bit of a stinker, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that, if I was ever a director, that'd be like the f- best thing to ever hear. Like, it's just like, I mean, not really, but it's just like in hindsight. It's like, this is such a funny story. I feel like you'd focus on that for like the next two and a half months if someone did that to you. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> It'd be, uh, it'd be a really powerful flex if they got the same extra in every single movie. So, like, during the filming of... Um, Is this one shit? One <laughs> yeah. Uh, in During the filming of Hot Fuzz, he says the same exact thing to Edgar Wright. <laughs> it's a stinker, isn't it? I thought you meant more out of Spyler. Like Edgar Wright, like, single head. Like, Is this one a stinker, Elliot? <laughs> Edgar Wright just has to, like, play through it play through the same joke in every single movie he gets the same extra for. I like it when the moon is behind Kong. That's a cool shot. Are you talking about mm-hmm. his butt again? Yeah, the moon is behind. Yeah, his <laughs> Kong's big moon behind. Yeah. Uh, and him showing up just to scare the shit out of Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston Yep. At during the night when they're like looking out towards the horizon. Yeah. Kong shows up. He's stealthy. I think... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like he was supposed to walk up to them and be like, "Hey, you guys got any? You guys got any marbles?" <laughs> He's like trying to ask them for cigarettes. <laughs> hey, you guys got a light? Oh man, <laughs> got a light. You're blowing up my island with all that fire shit. I thought you guys have some too. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I think if this movie's 
shown anything for myself. It's like a sounding board. Who knows? Maybe Blade Runner 2049 will be like this for me also when we get mm-hmm. to that at some point. Maybe I'll change my mind on mm-hmm. that. And it's not that my mind has changed on this movie, It's about, but it's changed on its like intent and the quote-unquote like creator behind it, even though it's like, you know, it's a big studio movie and everything. Where it's just like yeah. I was... Mm-hmm. Part of why I was so upset when I saw this movie originally is like I felt like so much of the like the the work doesn't really mean anything. It's like oh, it's all visuals and everything like that, but the visuals mm-hmm. don't really apply to any kind of thematic meaning other than Kong is big, and uh, <laughs> oh, it's all acid wash, like not acid wash, but it's like oh, you know, it's Vietnam, so everything's all like super colorful, like it's it's the seventies and everything, yeah, very vibrant. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's like I think I've said this before on the podcast. It's like the difference between eye candy and what Guillermo del Toro calls eye protein. Mm. and Guillermo del Toro always focuses on like he doesn't believe in eye candy it's like you always have to make something like make shots beautiful of like but they have to have intent and purpose mm-hmm. to tell the story everything that you're telling in the in the in the movie like should have a purpose in terms of your overall if it's not the sto- like the plot the story but like thematically you know every single it's like everything's mm-hmm. a painting basically and um, totally. so it's like that's why I was very upset back then. But now, like I don't know, I'm just older and like I guess a little bit more experienced. And it's just like on the inverse of that, like I don't know this guy. Like maybe he was just trying. Like this is his first giant movie, and he's just throwing everything he has at this thing. That's like obviously the script isn't perfect. There's way too many characters, but you can only say it so much, you know. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's just trying to make it as interesting as he can with what he's he doing has. His best, I think so. that's effectively what it comes down to. When you give like, when you give like uh, indie directors like big movies or big budgets, very I, I would say it's like very like jarring. Like you have oh, a yeah. lot to work with now. And this is very I, much like the peak, I think, of that. Do, it's like make the best out of it. Especially, yeah, it's like especially at that time. This is definitely like, oh, here's an indie director. Let's have him direct a big Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Especially then, because that's like Spider-Man: Homecoming came out around then. Um, just a lot of movies. I'm trying to think of. DC didn't do it as much. And now now no. Marvel's around the, the spot where they are hiring more experienced directors to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, but just trying... like That was the thing with Gareth Edwards, too, with Godzilla 2014. But I feel like he had a lot bigger grasp on everything, like more direct control. Yeah. Maybe he's more I think uh, give Marvel a minute to come back around to like doing new superheroes and they'll start hiring indie more indie people to come back out of the woodwork because... With the ones they've been releasing right now, it's very, like, I don't know, like, a lot of history is behind a lot of the things they're releasing. So, they're like, okay, we need, like, somebody experienced that's going to, like, do our thing by the book and make it still look good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even, I'm not complaining about it either way, either. It's, like, yeah. if anything, I feel like if uh, Roberts was, like, a more experienced director, this movie would probably be better. And that's not his fault. Like, he's doing this massive movie that they no, hired him for it's not, it's not one way or another and you got to go for it and like hopefully it doesn't ruin your career if it's not that great but like this movie made money yeah. so like whatever i don't know this yeah. movie's just made me a lot more <laughs> introspective and uh retrospective i guess than i thought it would so so far this godzilla mm-hmm. run has been very introspective for you i feel like yeah because i guess it's one of the like most personal franchises for me it's just really like oh. godzilla a lot and i don't mean that in a defensive way it's just no, I just like big monsters, and I like what you can do thematically with these things. Uh, mm-hmm. Because at face value, they're really dumb and stupid. But like, <laughs> I mean, especially to an American audience. But uh, 
yeah. there's you can do a you can show a lot like having these giant spectacles you can still say stuff which uh, i guess isn't really done at all in this movie but it's made me think <laughs> about my own personal life so that's something for sure yeah exactly and in that way the movie has merit i think like a lot of these kaiju movies i think i i get a feeling because i can i can almost telepathically tell maybe alfonso brought this up but <laughs> western western kaiju movies often seem to like in my opinion miss the mark of like what makes a really good kaiju movie mm. you can have humans in a kaiju movie and you can have them play a really big part of the story however the the, the main theme like you're missing in a lot of kaiju movies is really like why is the monster pissed off you should be more focused on what can you do to like obviously it's a bigger predator than the the people mm -hmm. and you're always gonna have like the military aspect going we should destroy it and how do you how do scientists deal with the military part and that's where i feel like this this is what why i felt like kong skull island failed so hard in my opinion mm -hmm. like the way they dealt with the military is simply by letting Kong smash Samuel L. Jackson after he called him like a bastard. <laughs> yeah, like, Burn you, big bastard! Yeah, like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow you up with all this C4, but uh, first you you can you can strike me down with your big monkey fist. Okay, okay, so there you go. There there goes Samuel L. Jackson's uh, character. Yep. Now, Done so. now the military portion of the movie has been resolved. <laughs> And now you you're stuck with like the big monster fight scene, but you still have ten minutes of them trying to set up the big monster fight scene yes. of like dudes trying to run towards like the boat. <laughs> this kind of plays into my uh, desire to have a character like Samuel Jackson continue to exist in this Godzilla universe. I touched on this last week, but with Brian Cranston because yeah. I'm like somebody needs to exist and continue on throughout the series that's a strong proponent for, like, these are monsters and they need to be destroyed. And mm -hmm. versus, like, the other people who are like, we need to coexist with Godzilla and Kong. And, like, they're our protectors. And this human person being like, no. And it's all about, like, man's ambition. And we will conquer and control the world. And it's ours. I mean, And Samuel yeah. Jackson I embodied need... that pretty well. But, you know. I need Monarch to effectively go mask off and say, "Oh, we no longer want to live with them." Yeah, exactly. They need it's like some some dynamic shift needs to happen to me to really mm -hmm. cling on to this movie because a lot of it, I'm like, yeah, it's it's a big monster. I tell, I feel like we're watching like how you said it's fun when Godzilla fights like a side monster. I feel like I'm watching a lot of that, even in what's called War of the Monsters or King of the Monsters. Yeah, King of the Monsters. He, it feels like he's fighting side monsters. I'm like, where's the human scary element? The thing that goes beyond that's a scary mm -hmm. monster and Godzilla's going to fight it. Like, what's the bigger threat here that could, like, ruin the whole world? Yeah. Like, there's, King, King there's so much that you can do to make... I mean, King Ghidorah, like, but, like, you know, on, like, a man-scale threat. That's not, like, an alien monster because mm -hmm. they need the world. One of my favorite Godzilla movies is actually one that came out fairly recently and when i mean recent i mean like within the past five six years <laughs> uh shin godzilla oh i, I thought that, that was like the best that is probably the best iteration in my opinion of like godzilla so far mm. um it's because it's it's directed by uh hideaki ano who did evan like neon genesis evangelion <laughs> i'm not gonna get an evangelion i promise i'm not gonna get an evangelion <laughs> but like because 
Anno does such a good job with large scale robot battles mm-hmm. in in that kind of like way or like that kind of like thought process. He approached it the, almost very similarly to how he did uh, Shin Godzilla. Yes. Uh, it's the humans are portrayed as basically ants to Godzilla as it's evolving in the middle of Tokyo, mm-hmm. and you see Godzilla turn from a, a larva to like like a little tiny little baby lizard, and then he becomes the big lizard. Mm-hmm. He becomes like and he just he ruins everything, mm-hmm. and the military can't do a single thing about it. They have no idea how to fight him. Up until, like, the scientists like, well, we figured out a way how to encapsulate him. We can stop him. We can't kill him. Yeah, we can stop him. We don't know how to kill him. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you can stop, can't kill him. It, that yeah. movie probably is my favorite tagline poster of, like, any poster. I was like, a god incarnate, a city doomed. I was like, that is so yeah, That's so rad. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, sick as hell. Tyler, mm. I'm, I'm looking at your buff Scrappy-Doo, and it's really upsetting me. <laughs> Yeah, it's like PS1 graphics. I, I, I like that we changed from uh, <laughs> members of the Kong Kong Posse to just Scrappy Doo, just looking strong as hell. <laughs> I mean, good for him, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he worked hard for strong that. Strong ass Scrappies. That's my new page. We're just gonna post like strong <laughs> oh, dogs. Got Scrappy got takeover. Strong. Give me your page for a week. Yeah, Scrappy takeover. <laughs> strong ass Hashtag Scrappies. glow up. Um, <laughs> how would you rate rate the monkey content in this movie? That's what everyone's been Ooh. holding on for none of the serious introspection yeah not enough monkey yeah not i'm gonna enough. go ahead and give it a solid nine out like not enough monkey <laughs> one clyde <laughs> out of uh, out of 10 dunstons i guess i don't know yeah yeah like if if we're if like 10 dunstons means i got enough monkey content i could ever ask for <laughs> i would give it a solid three 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 dunstons, dunstons. Yeah, three Dunstons. Because mm. Kong does show up. Yes. He does destroy things. He claps cheeks. And, yeah, he, and he claps cheeks. <laughs> and he gets a really rad kill, honestly. Let's go oh, ahead yeah. and be fair. Like, you're ripping guts yeah. out of something? That's still cool. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish, like, they didn't have to do the whole, like, we're going to walk through King Kong's parents' graves. <laughs> and they, you see, like, them blow up the skull of one of Kong's parents. Oh. It's like, what the? Why would you show us that? <laughs> I, I forgot to mention I like the concept of him being like the last big monkey, but yeah, yeah not yeah, great that good. they have a fight in the monkey graveyard. Yeah, monkey graveyard. It's like a, the worst part. They alluded to it being like a massacre site, and I'm like, ugh, yeah. that's gross. Dark stuff. It's, yeah. it's full of lizard fart gas. Mm-hmm. Like weird lizard fart methane, along with like, oh yeah, uh, now toxic gas that Tom Hiddleston alone had to put a gas. Yeah, mask and then on. he pulls it Everybody off like is somehow before safe. it's even gone, but he's fine, I guess. Yeah, Madman. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, watch this movie on HBO Max if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on there along with King Kong and Son of Kong. If you're gonna rank them, I'd yeah. say King Kong, Son of Kong, Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Okay. But uh, if you're really jonesing for monkey content, check out this movie. And uh, if you've already yeah. seen it, thanks. Check out Strong Check S-H. out Strong S-H for <laughs> more monkey content. <laughs> yeah. For- we post daily. We post a lot of funny monkey content. Mm. Funny monkeys are the current cool, and they'll always be the current cool to me because I love monkeys. Do you like, do you like Tarzan? <laughs> I watched that yesterday. 
Uh, okay, so what's funny? Funny you bring that up because literally today we shared a Tarzan related <laughs> meme. I saw that. That one made me laugh really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Collins just going ham. Yeah. Just going ham. Oh the yeah. It's, like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a movie about monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> it be like. Yeah. yeah. Remember, Phil. It's a story about a guy raised by gorillas. Nothing too crazy, and it's just on fire. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> Can you show? It really me? is like if that movie didn't have that score, it would like not be as interesting. Oh no, it'd be so much worse. But like that, it has the most amazing Disney soundtrack. It's so good. Oh yeah, uh, the, uh, the the Tarzan soundtrack smacks. Uh, what I've always wondered, however, was who would who is the better Jungle Man, George of the Jungle uh, or Tarzan? Uh, I think George huh. of the Jungle, because, I don't know, he's not a white guy with dreads, I guess. I mean, I mean, technically he is. <laughs> he is. I think Brendan Fraser played. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I like, guess Brendan Fraser is a yeah. white man with, I think, more of just big, big, crazy hair, but... Yeah, big, crazy, like, 80s hair. Mm-hmm. Not not dreads, thankfully. Um, But I did appreciate that. I think in George of the Jungle there was a talking monkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there is. A monkey that talks like, to George. Yeah, he has like a silverback gorilla friend. Yeah, and it talks or like it does the, the, the hand thing. Yeah, does I think I asked this at one point, maybe maybe to you, Richard, but does Mighty Joe Young oh. talk? I I don't think he does. We had this conversation, yes, we right, and I completely forgot <laughs> to look it up. Mighty Joe Young. I'm looking this up. Uh, Mighty Joe Young dead. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Mighty Joe Young dead. No! No, he can't. He's alive. I don't think he talks. I think he literally just makes monkey noises. Okay, good. Who would be? I, okay. I be While him. you're here, you already did your plug, I guess, Richard, of just <laughs> strong ass apes content. I just got to ask, who would be your monkey Avengers? Oh, shit. Oh, monkey Avengers. All right, so obviously you got to start off with like the cool leader, which is obviously Donkey Kong, right? Of course. Donkey Kong is the best you could ask for if you were to set up a lineup of monkeys. Yeah. Uh, you would have him, King Kong as the muscle. Yes. But it can't just be King Kong. It has to be like a young, like the son of Kong, where he's a baby getting big, but he's it's not. It's basically like Chunky Kong too, because Chunky Kong one died yeah. unfortunately. Honestly, yeah. the the entire. Can I can I take the DK crew, the entirety of the DK crew, and make that an Avengers style yeah, movie? Because like I Kong? would, that would be it. That would be it. And then you would get like a cameo of King Kong, but he does nothing. He's just like, I don't know what you guys want from me. I'm just a monkey. He gives like a thumbs up when their job's complete. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It's just you hear you hear the King Kong like music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. But he's just sitting there, like eating a tiny. He's like trying to open a tiny banana with his huge hands. And then That'd there's be like it. a really wholesome moment where like DK like peels the banana for him and hands it to him, and he's like, "Thanks, boy." Yeah, exactly. And then, and that's how they become friends. And that's like that'll be a plot device later when they realize they can't fight King K. Rule properly without the help of K- King Kong. There's a giant Kong hand reaches into like through the roof and like grabs King K. Rule and kills him. <laughs> All he does is he like he wades through like the water and picks up King K. Rule's boat and just chucks it on the other side of the island. <laughs> there, issue co- <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> it reminds me of Shrek. Excuse me, I need more banana. <laughs> it reminds me of like, the end of Shrek too, with like the giant gingerbread man be like, "Be good." <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like the Iron Giant where he goes, "I go, you stay," and he goes to like the other side of the island to like go go hang. Coach, Superman. Chill out. 
Well, that's good. Well, I'm I'm proud you just enlisted the entire DK family to do this instead of some elaborate monkey squadron. Yeah. Uh, once again, once if we employ the entirety of the DK crew, this is basically me setting up the death of uh, Chunky Kong. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's the dark <laughs> second. You gotta belt. have at least one. You got one has to go. Yeah. And unfortunately, because it's con- canon, you gotta set it up. So it has to be monkey Avengers <laughs> okay, we, we, Age we, of Chunky. <laughs> Age of, Ch- Age of Chunky would be them trying to bring him back. So it's just like bringing back Spock. I'm going to ask you, Richard, how does Chunky die in this Monkey Avengers movie? I think it would be the noble sacrifice route. They, mm. He would have to do something like very noble. He doesn't understand what he's doing very well, but he's like, well, if somebody has to do it, why not the chunkiest? <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he has to sacrifice himself. It's just like it's something like mundane too. It's like somebody has to go in this vat of like banana pudding and get the key, but we don't know how deep that that vat is. That's how he gets Joker. He'll say, he I jumps go into the toxic banana vat. Yeah, the toxic. <laughs> and the... He comes back as jo- he comes back as Jokey Kong, <laughs> just like a Joker Kong. Jokey Kong. No, they'll call him Funny Kong. <laughs> uh, well, there you have it. You want to uh, hear another joke, DK? Yeah, if Hollywood wants an idea, feel free to hit me up about my uh, DK crew uh, movie. Yeah, geez, Nintendo, you heard the man. <laughs> they already stole something. Yeah. No, they've already they've already stolen it. They've already sent me a cease and desist. As I'm <laughs> they can't speaking. do anything. They have to do some weird like side Donkey Kong thing, like with Detective Pikachu. Like they won't do mm. the main oh, Pokemon yeah. thing. I got. I gotta like commit to like drawing uh, storyboard images, and they'll be like, "What are you doing?" Why are They're not gonna do Donkey Kong Country movie. They'll do like Diddy Kong Racing as the movie first. Mm. <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing. It's a, it's like a Speed Racer remake, but it's just Diddy That's Kong cool. Racing. I like that. That's good. Yeah, I can deal with that. Yeah, uh, Connery, what do you have to plug? This is all leading towards the eventual like Super Smash Brothers movie. Oh yes. That's like that one. I feel like should be like perma death. Like when a character dies, <laughs> yeah. they stop making their video games. They stop making their toys. Yeah, I think it's that'd just be like fun. it's just weird to like play any video game about that character after they perma died. <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, this character's like canonically dead because they just stopped. It's like the death of they Superman. Stopped <laughs> making Samus action figures because she got impaled by Mario. It was horrifying. Oh no, Minecraft Steve with the pickaxe. Minecraft. We stopped Minecraft as soon as DK punched his head off his body. <laughs> Let's, go. Let's go. All right. Um, I guess we're we're, we're doing plugs. I, I suppose. <laughs> and if you yeah. like the sound of my voice and you also enjoy tabletop role playing games, you might want to check out Starship Impala. It is an actual play role playing podcast where me and four other amazing hosts play the Starfinder role playing game. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud or on the Apple Podcast app. Over 100 hours of content waiting for you to devour. Uh, Tyler, what do you have to plug? Uh, follow me on Instagram at Vice and on Twitter at Vice. And I've been posting photo shoots on Instagram. So, hey, anyone in L.A. that wants to do a photo shoot, let me know. <laughs> Hit me up if you want. Uh, follow us at FranchisePod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Email us at the franchise podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, concerns, who do you think would win? Uh, Beanpole Kong or Chungus Kong? Let us know. <laughs> Let us know all the things yep. that we asked. Um, and uh, that's it, I guess. You know, stay tuned for next week for when we cover Godzilla King of the Monsters. 
Directed by Michael Doherty, director of Trick or Treat and Krampus. <laughs> and then we're going to do... I'll just say it now. Yeah, King of the Monsters next week. We're going to do a little break uh, for just to give space for editing as well as the Snyder Cut's coming out. Yes. So we're going to do a little episode on that. And by little, I mean four hours long. It's going to be our most dramatic, intense, thought-provoking, angry... We're, we're going to cry probably at one point or another. Yeah. I don't know. We'll be, be uh, chopping onions during the episode. And we'll have 30,000 listeners to that episode, thanks to Richard. And uh, Thank you, Richard. <laughs> and then we'll cover Godzilla yeah, no vs. Kong after that. Yay! So, yeah. Richard Lamb, thank you again so much for joining us. Uh, we'll have you... Always happy to be on. Always happy we'll to have be you on, on again Yay. when we cover Appreciate the most it. valuable primate franchise. Ooh. <laughs> Let me know uh, if MVP is going to come up or or the uh, Planet of the Apes trilogy. Ooh. Both equally important in the canon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, in, in terms of like canon monkeys, I feel like most valuable primate is probably better than uh, Caesar. I'm going to go ahead and oh, say Oh, shit. I haven't, I haven't seen Caesar do a single kickflip so, <laughs> until he could do one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> MVP MVP's up. Tyler, did you appreciate that oh it's called what's what's his name? King Kong did a Mr. Go with that tree branch when he hit the lizard man with it with a baseball bat. Yeah, uh, it was okay. He needs a gun he needs a big handgun. Well yes. Well hopefully he'll get his handgun. We're all praying for it. <laughs> Everybody when you go to th- when you go to sleep at night. Pray for King Kong's handgun. <laughs> I'm I'm imagining like instead of a gun now, I kind of want to tone back the hyper violence. Let's go ahead and just assume they're gonna make him a really big Louisville slugger. <laughs> instead of instead of like we noticed you've been like deforesting a lot of regions, so we just made you a really big baseball bat. What about he's like, like oh. big nunchucks? You you could keep this. You can and he's like, I don't know how I don't know how to use this baseball bat. And he does like one of those cool like baseball bat twirls and grabs yes. it by the handle and just like whacks somebody. <laughs> oh, I guess I do know how if to use Kong this. If Kong doesn't eat a banana and then throw the peel down and Godzilla slips, then I want my money back. I'm canceling my HBO Max subscription <laughs> if, if I don't see that happen. If I don't hear a yoink and then Godzilla stays in the air for like two seconds, flails around and then lands on his butt. That's all we have this time, folks. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week. And like they say in the movie, uh, that's one ugly ass bird. Ugly ass bird. Bye bye, everybody. (laughs) 